Happy Memorial Day 2012. Happy Memorial Day to you, sir. Woo! This is American Podcast number four, maybe? I think four. Pretty sure. Episode four, volume four, installment four. We got Chris Brigman in the his house. Hey Yeah. And we have Ryan House in the house. Welcome to me. We have another buddy named Jimmy Rouse, so I'm like, hey, Jimmy Rouse in the house. Oh, yeah. man, I'm so clever. That was great. <laughs> and now we got Ryan House. Now you, It's ridiculous now. Are you shitting me, dude? Now your shit's on top of the how world. Do you get, how, do you get, how do you get the last name House? Uh, you basically start out as a champion right when you crawl out of the vagina, and you're basically <laughs> given a title you're, that just you're giving, makes you're you You're just born with it. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. You better step into this name. Just, this feels right. Own it like a house. So we... Uh, you guys came over a little while ago. We did a little grilling and chilling, mm-hmm. Memorial Day style. Burger dog special. Yeah, it was pretty good. Not bad. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan, feeling good? I am feeling good. Feeling you know, relaxed? Jack's being a nice guy today, yeah. and we're hanging out. And Is there some Coke in there? Uh, there is a little bit of Coke in there, but we, we try to not to go too heavy on that. Yeah, and I, th- I look over at Chris, and he's just this glass of yeah. Pure Jameson. It's straight it's not scotch. Jameson. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, it's, it's, it's J and B. That's what it is. J and B. It's, uh, it's J- just Justerini just and Brooks. Just special liquor. Yeah, it's blended scotch whiskey. It's uh, delicious. Oh, I've seen it's, that bottle before. I know. The, the bottle's uh, very um, is it expensive. It's very prominent. Is that one of those it's more like, like 24 bucks? It's not, yeah, not bad then. Did you say it's very prominent? Yeah, it's a prominent wow. looking, looking yeah, bottle. That's a very nice word. I yeah. appreciate you bringing that along with you. Yeah, you like that? Well, Proficient. I mean, you, you see, you recognize the, the label or the bottle. It's yeah. Like, it looks mm-hmm, like a whiskey mm-hmm. bottle. I always thought JB mean like Jim Beam or something like that. Yeah, that's what uh, the, the lady at Family Fair asked. Hmm. Whatevs. Or said when I, she was like, you mean Jimmy Bean? I'm like, no, like, lady. No, Adam. bitch. JB. No. You don't have liquor anyways. I don't want to talk to you. Just stop. This just conversation stop. is fucking pointless. Yeah. Just send me where I need yeah. to go. For real. It's not even a Sunday. I got, I kept feeling like it was Sunday all day. Did, uh, yeah, today. it totally felt like, I I woke up in a campground, you know, three hours up north. And I actually went to bed early last night because we went camping Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday night, till today. Jeez. Dude, that is way too much camping. <laughs> Whoa, dude. So it's kind of funny because Friday we get there at like 10. Because, you know, we got to wait for the people to get out of work and mm-hmm. all that shit. So we had a group of, you know, a van or whatever go up earlier to set up all the tents. So that was badass. We get there <laughs> and all the tents are set up. I'm like, this is awesome. Let's just start partying. Well, you know, we got to throw our clothes and crap in the tents or whatever. So we start going. And me and my buddy Jim, you know, we're going. He's never really been camping before. Or at least with my group of friends, been camping. And he's just, he likes to go hog wild, just like I do, for sure. So before I know it, it's three in the morning. And we're like like half shit, you know, three quarters in the bag, almost fully like blast off. But I'm like, Jim, we got a, we got a whole weekend to go. We need to calm down, you know, drink some water. Let's go to bed. He's like, nah, dude, let's just stay up to like five in the morning. I'm like, we're going to be regretting that if we do that. <laughs> well, so I, I convince him. He, he he he's uh he actually brews his own beer. He was on uh one of the podcasts earlier, part of the Hop Devils Beer Club. Okay. So he's got all these crazy beers and everything and he's got them like stashed in all these pockets. So I said, "Okay, Jim, this is the last one." So we drink it and I said, "Let's go." He's like, "I got another one in the chamber, dude." <laughs> he pulls out a beer out of nowhere and he does it like five times. So he ended up yeah, and I, when I brought it up to him, we should go to bed. It was like at midnight and we didn't end up going to bed till like 3 in the morning. <laughs> so we 
Yeah, it's, how, like, it's called the slow wind down. Is that slow yeah? Wind down. And it yeah. probably actually worked okay because you know we got up at like eight or nine the next morning, you know, and then ate some breakfast, did whatever. Drinking commenced right around lunchtime, and that boom Saturday was just a huge day. And I like went to bed at midnight on Saturday night, three in the morning did you, Friday did you night. Go to bed or did you pass out around? Um, Drunkenly sleep. Yeah. Yes, it was more to that effect. <laughs> Became a lump somewhere. <laughs> so three in the morning, Friday night, midnight, Saturday night, Sunday night. I had to go to bed at like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yep. I was so I was like just exhausted. I wasn't drunk or nothing. I was just so tired, and I'm just like. <sighs> but you know, it's cool. I woke up great. You know, get the hell out of there this morning, and it's I just do, I feel old. I do feel a little bit older now. The the whole drinking thing. I'm like I'm okay with being done drinking at a, a decent hour. Or yeah. not doing the the day after day after day of, well, of drinking, especially it kicks after your ass weekend. eventually. It's like you know, at twenty one, you're like, I, I could drink this long all night and wake up in the morning like I'm so fucking excited to go get breakfast and eat some uh, coney and go yeah. home. Mm-hmm. And now when you wake up at twenty seven to thirty, whatever random ages we are here. You drink that much and you wake up in the morning like I hurt so bad. Dude, Every muscle I, in my body. Why am I up right now? <laughs> oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Who's got the hangover fix for me? <laughs> No doubt. So, I mean, my fix is just don't drink so much. Drink more water. At least those are the fixes my wife gives me. Yeah. And I just, you know, I just power through it. Like, if I drank too much, didn't drink no water, whatever, I just, if I get, I'm at home in the morning, just do it. Just do my thing. Yeah. Pop some ibuprofen, drink some water. The random concoctions people come up with will crack me up. Like, all right, you have to eat a pickle, drink a Gatorade, <laughs> take an aspirin, and smoke half of a bowl, and you'll yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. The um, I don't know. I, I liked. I I got to sleep in today, and that was that was glorious to me. Or at least I felt like it was sleeping in. She woke me up at like my girlfriend woke me up at like five thirty in the morning. Damn. Oh, she's wow, like, she because she you know she was feeling bad. We went we went to uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers concert at, on Saturday, and she just feel felt like crap the next day all day Sunday. So she slept all day, basically, and then woke up at like five thirty in the morning. And was like, hey, it's time to wake up now. Do you want to watch a show or something? I'm like, I love that you're awake and that you feel better and you don't feel sick to your stomach now. But I just want to <laughs> fucking sleep right now. I do. Yeah. So like, uh, like, I can appreciate that you are feeling better and that you want to spend time with me. And I love that you want to spend time with me. But why don't you spend time with me while I'm sleeping and you're sleeping over there? <laughs> She's actually I'm, sitting on the couch behind you, just cracking <laughs> up right now. Look at her go. Remembering your girly ass. Why like, don't you roll over and I, go back to sleep, please? Would you like me to watch TV with you and vomit on your lap? Or yeah. should I sleep I, longer I, I told, and I told, her, I told her to go in the living room and watch a show. She wanted to watch a show. <laughs> I'm like, that'll be fine by me. I'll have a whole bed yeah. I can lay out on. Look, Maury's on. Why don't yeah. you just go watch the baby father special? And yeah. The baby daddy special. Yeah. The baby daddy so you you hit on the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert Saturday night. Yeah, that was. And you want to tell us why you went and why you were so lucky and fortunate to go see that? Lucky and fortunate. Oh, I got a I got a uh, gift card, Ticketmaster gift card for Christmas. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about your birthday, dummy. I know it's my birthday. <laughs> Happy but, birthday! But I, but the I feel story remiss. about buying tickets I would is feel pretty remiss. good. I've already. I, I talked to my brother today, and you know his his girlfriend. It took her about two minutes before she. Uh, chimed in to remind me that that I got the tickets using the Ticketmaster gift card. It was her idea to get me the Ticketmaster gift card for Christmas and how thankful I should be. I'm like, oh, you went a full two minutes without having to chime in there, huh, Kim? What, what kind of... But when you went to actually buy the tickets, it was a cluster bomb, dude. Oh, dude. It was, it was actually... 
it was a $50 gift card, and the tickets were like $56 in and of <laughs> themselves. So I actually could not buy the tickets with the gift card because they would not take more than one form of payment. What? Yeah. So if I had wanted to sit in like the upper rafters or wherever the fuck I wanted or wherever – um, then I could have used the gift card, but I was looking for Hold the closest seats that I could. What what company did you call to get these tickets that would not accept two different forms of payment? I was at the Ticketmaster um, at, in Family Fair in like East Grand Rapids. It was it was, and the guys like it won't let me do it. I started because I had three to start with. Yeah, no, this guy does not know how to do his job <laughs> for sure. There's, for sure. But but I was buying three tickets at the time. I think it was, and they ended up being, and they were front row tickets. So I don't know if Ticketmaster just didn't want to do it or what. It should be like a but, coupon. You just here's the coupon code, fifty dollars off my bill. <laughs> yeah, let me pay the rest. Yeah, like any normal establishment. It was like form of payment, but you know no I doubt. had cash. I was like, well, can I do it with my card in this? She's like, no, it won't let me do it with that either. And, you know, the, the time is ticking down, you know. Like, you, you put in your ticket purchase order or whatever, and it's like you have yeah. two minutes yeah. to Just yeah. like do I'm this. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like, yeah. I, I ran to the ATM, which is literally, you know, it's ten steps behind me at that family fair there to, like, get money out. And then it's still telling me. that That's when I had three different forms of payment. <laughs> and, then it's, and then it's telling me I've got two forms now, and he's like, it still won't do it. I need, like, one. So I turned to the guy behind me, and I'm like, hey, do you want to buy this? And I had been talking to him before. He was buying, like, one ticket for his daughter. So I'm like, hey, do you want to buy this gift card for, from me? It's like 50 bucks, good as cash, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, oh, sure, why not? Sure, why not? And at that point, I, didn't, I hadn't actually thought to myself, well, I couldn't have bought one ticket alone. Right. I didn't think about that until I was, like, driving home already. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I bet you that guy probably couldn't even <laughs> get the floor ticket that he wanted. He probably had to just like have that. I'm like, well, not his problem, All right. or not my problem. You know, you should bring this up to Ticketmaster Corporate and let them know that the idiot that at their ticket counter doesn't know how to punch in two separate transactions uh, or something. But, Fired. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was. I, I was more worried Good about luck losing, in your future losing the tickets. Tickets firstborn. Yeah, summoned a prostitute. But but it ended up working out pretty well. I mean, I saw Flea. Flea was like ten feet away from me. So you, you got the tickets, and that was a while ago. Yeah. You went to the concert on Saturday. Did you guys do anything crazy before the concert? Uh, we went over to our friend Marjorie's. She lives uh, downtown, so we parked over there, and then we were going to just walk down, but she has this, she has this little dog or whatever, so she wanted to keep the little dog in, <laughs> in the car but park it in, like, a parking ramp. During the concert? Why don't you yeah, leave her the at concert. the apartment? Yeah, because the dog would bark, I guess, or something. Well, the dog's going to bark the in the car. Are you no, the dog's me? fine. The dog likes it. The dog has a little like bed in there or something. It thinks it's an adventure or Why don't whatever, you just bring but... it into the concert with you? Uh, yeah. maybe, I don't, it would not pass for one of those like seeing eye or like helper dogs. I don't think it would Because passed. it was six inches high. Yeah, it was like a My little shih tzu Pomeranian yeah, mix helps me look through mix, crowds. Yeah. <laughs> some hypoallergenic little wiener dog mix or something. Something you'd like to kick. <laughs> no, we were. It was. It was right down. It was. It was the best seats I've ever gotten to go to a concert. And right um, you know, I've, I've never been that close. And we, we it was literally like you know, the the stacks of speakers are you know an arm's length almost away from us. Yeah. And uh, so you know, when, when the bass is really, you just feel like you're enveloped in the sound oh, at, yeah. at, at sometimes. But the bass moving every hair on your body. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But it was. They definitely rocked. It was a good concert. Cool. Anthony Kiedis seems like he. You know. It's kind of a dick, you know. Yeah, I don't know. He's my sister's waited on him before. Uh, he was uh, in p- prior years. He's coming to Grand Rapids. He would always go to the Tuscan Express. 
mm. w- out down on 28th Street. My sister would work there. And I can't actually, I'm, I, I don't want to tell this incorrectly, so I'll say, I can't remember if it was her or her friend that would ended up waiting on her the last time they were here, mm-hmm. you know, a year, few years ago. She was working that day, but I can't remember if it was her or her friend, you know. But she said, you know, he was cool as hell. He met his he met his dad there, and they just had you know dinner, bottle of wine, whatever. Left like some ridiculous, some big tip, you know, a hundred dollars or something stupid, or maybe even more. I don't know. Their bill was probably like not even a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, just hundred hundred and five percent tip or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like he just seemed like he was ready to get off the stage. He was the first one to leave the stage. Yeah, you know, and everybody else is like hanging out or whatever. And I'm like, I thought he's is he coming back or what's going on? And it's Grand Rapids, so you think yeah. you know you'd have yeah. that little oomph more to yeah, do something because it's your hometown. Because he's from, know. isn't he from Lowell? Yeah, he is from Lowell. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because his uh, sister went to City High School. I had some friends who knew her. It's like, oh, could you get us concerts for life? Mm-hmm. Can that happen? Yeah. Tickets, concerts, whatever you'd like to call them. Yeah, like sure, okay. No, that's not gonna happen. We just had a conversation yesterday about. Famous people tipping. And uh, one of my friends works at a cheesecake factory in Miami. Ooh. She was talking about how uh, Baby and uh, Little Wayne will always come in there and they'll order these foo-foo drinks. Like, we'll take a, uh, we'll take a blue wave this time, please. And so they, <laughs> oh, my God. She, she makes up most of these drinks. You know, she'll throw them together something tasty. And so they go to these clubs and they'll be like, uh, we'll take a blue wave. And they're like, what what are you talking about? Like, you guys seriously want these foo foo like drinks? She, like, what, like what they comes will, in that? They will ask. Like, they will just throw out a name, and she will make a random drink. Well, no, she. Or, they would. They would tell her just make us something tasty, Jamie. We we but, know you're you're good at what you do. Just make us something. But they tasty. would call it something. Yeah, and so she would come over and say, "Well, this one's called Blue Wave," and she just made it herself out of <laughs> hypnotic and something else. And but these guys love these foo foo drinks, so they go out to these clubs and they're sitting there, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's Baby and Little Wayne." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, what's up, nigga? You know, just chilling." Uh, and then, then they're like, I'll, t- "I'll take that Blue Wave, please." Like, we don't make that here. And I'll take that maybe blue you can wave. tell us what comes in that. Know like, what that is. Uh, just just a little bit of coconut juice, some hypnotic, and uh, some orange juice, a little umbrella, and all that cute stuff that comes along with this. So they they end up going back to Cheesecake Factory. Like, look, we can't go anywhere else and order these drinks. So we're gonna come to you. You just you keep making up these nice little names you have and throwing de- together these concoctions. We'll be in here every weekend. I'm surprised they don't say we would like to start a new uh, uh, drink. Yeah, a new line of drinks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Little Wayne's Blue Wave. Everybody, exactly. And and Jamie, she's the she's the brains behind it, and she just (laughs) makes it or tells them the ingredients to throw in. And dude, and Little Wayne makes another five million dollars. Oh, in about six months, just like hey, let's throw out a line of liquor. Little Wayne's Blue Wave drinks that you had that one time. Well, now they're ten dollars more, and they have, my, and they have yeah. because they have my name on it, bitch. It's seventy dollars a bottle, and it's equal to five o'clock vodka. Yeah. Have a good night. Sure. That's so funny, but Wait. no, that's cool as hell. That you know they, you know they. What's this one called? They, Grape what? drink. They yeah, had I mean, they, like, they had their bartender. It's like that's their bartender now. Yeah, you know? at the, at cool the cheesecake that? factory of how all cool places. Like yeah, we're millionaires, and we we like to come down here to the cheesecake factory and get our nice little blue wave. And or how cool is it for the girl Jamie? You know, she's just like eh, yeah, I got little women back yeah. pocket, yo, got yeah. blue wave, bitch, you know, whatever. Baby tipped me a hundred dollars last night. No big deal. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to see him again tomorrow and talk about their future shows. Yeah. Have you heard about any of those other people that like tip really awesome or really shitty? Oh, um. 
Alex Rodriguez, someone was talking about how in Chicago he'll he'll go to a lot of bars down there. He's a baseball player. Baseball player. I'm not a and, uh, sports guy, so I but I knew that name. I thought so. We won't talk about the team or anything. That's fine. We'll say it's for confidentiality purposes. I I think everyone can <laughs> agree with that. Um, that because he probably doesn't actually know which team you're talking about. Exactly. I do. I do. I Thank do you. know which yeah. team you're talking about. Thank actually. you, Chris. Yeah. I do. I don't. So this this is. Snap! Uh, I thought I was stupid on sports. Oh. I'm the guy who will stand in, in a crowd when people are saying, oh, he's got three RBIs last season, so many home runs, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's 36-3 and three on that seven. Just watch what happens. He'll be up at the top of the ninth, and everything will fall apart, See, and his STIs are just there. I would and, walk in. <laughs> I'd walk and be like, dude, but his wife's so hot, man. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that chain he had on last season? Oh, man. He's... So, so he tips? Oh, he's, he's a horrible tipper. Everybody oh. says he's, he's like that 10 percenter. Where I think any of us, you know, if you've worked in the service industry, you, you feel like, all right, I'm, I'm going to hook this person up. As long as they don't walk over here going, you know, is there anything else I can get you with an attitude? Yeah, like it's at least 15%, 20%. 15 would be on a bad day when you say, I don't like this person's attitude. You're still giving 15%. Mm -hmm. But you've got these guys with $150 million contracts going, no, nah, no, nah, baby, I'm sorry. It's, it's a $10 tab, you're getting $11. That's how it's going. Oh, my gosh. Like... Maybe share the wealth a little bit, give back to the community, something. Yeah, tw I like twenty percent is definitely my standard, and I it sucks when I get someone. And I'm like, obviously they hate their job, they don't want to wait on me, they suck, mm. and I and I and I always I'm like I'm not gonna give this bitch anything, <laughs> and you, you always do, you always give them, you know, you still tip them a little bit, yeah, you still tip them, and it's usually like. Yeah, like fifteen percent probably. I might not give them twenty, thirty percent yeah. like I normally would. But you know, I think but rare, 10 rare, is the, rare is the time that I've gotten an actual bad, bad, bad enough service where I thought to myself, I need to let them know via my tip how I feel. Um, huh? we, I don't know. I was at I was at the Grand Coney one time, and and I just was not seeing eye to eye with a waiter or something. He thought I was, uh, he was not. I, I don't know. I you ever like meet a waiter or a waitress or something where everything you say they're taking like the wrong way, and yeah. they I'm like I'm not trying to be a dick. I just want my food the way I want my food. Like you know, are you like, trying to make a joke to make it an easier situation? Yeah, the person's just like, all right, well I guess uh, you're an asshole. So right back awkward. For you. It was just really awkward. I'm like. I'm like I just don't care. Just get, just give me my fucking food, like you know, like, <laughs> like sure. or he. Oh, he was like trying to do some shtick or something, and it was like, I'm just so hungry right now. I want my food. You know, this is what I want. You know, and then he like f's up my order on top of it. It's like the one thing I wanted you to do. The one thing I'm paying you to do is to take my effing order and relay it back to the cook to make my effing food. And Can't you're you're so wrapped up in your shtick and like being like super waiter guy like oh funny remember me tip me well I'm that you bang can't your even, girlfriend yeah, yeah like that you can't even fucking get my order right like <laughs> no he's, he's the guy that walks up like hey guys how's it going you got yeah, yeah, you want some fun like, drinks you want to start it off with an appetizer maybe some mot sticks that's something exactly, good that's exactly what it was like you know it's like what where the fuck am I am I at Fud Ruckers you know yeah. like. <laughs> he's, too, he's too worried about his flair and his smile. Yeah. It's like, I've, I've got 36 paces of flair here. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh, yeah, you want the burger medium and lettuce? Yeah, I'm not writing any of this down. I oh, just yeah. have this handy I've got a really great notebook. memory. I've got a really great memory. It's like, okay, well. <laughs> That's too funny. Remember my biscuits and gravy next time, bitch. <laughs> I, I can't believe you wanted pepper jack. I gave you cheddar. Like, That's what you have the notepad for, asshole. Yeah. You should have gotten this right the first time. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Yeah, that, that's that's the last. So you've time. had and that. obviously so you've I'm had still that. a little heated somewhere deep inside. Yeah, me. and you've had that very few times I can imagine. Now that, that experience has happened. Yeah. 
hopefully oh, yeah. as infrequently as it can. Yes, for but, sure. But he's venting. He's obviously got some built up. Well, I've I've worked as I've worked as a server before, and you know, a key key amongst the things that you do as a server, um, you're not just working for the tip. I mean, yeah, you're working for a tip, but you know, get the fucking food right. That's yeah. that's how you do these. That's how you get a good tip is to make sure people are happy with their food. Well, like, you know, in any business, you're you have to make the customer satisfied. Yeah. And when you're there to eat and have a good experience with your meal and someone just basically comes up and doesn't make eye contact, just seems like they could care less what happens, and then they still bring your order and it's messed up too. It's like, all right, I, I know you don't like this job. I wouldn't either. But you are in charge of making sure my meal comes correct. So when it doesn't, don't expect me to sit here and not say, oh, it's okay, you got the wrong kind of cheese and everything's cold. It's no big deal. Like, I could have sat at home and made better better stuff myself. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, customer service, dude. Like, like so many. Even if you're not like outside of the restaurant business, customer service is everywhere. Like, oh, yeah. you don't even realize it. You go to block, like, who goes to Blockbuster? I don't even know why I thought of that. <laughs> is, there even, is there even a Blockbuster? I don't know. Open? But you know, you go to the grocery store, or you know, you go to if you have to go get new car insurance and you walk into a place and you're not calling on the phone, or even if you do call on the phone, it's customer service right there. Mm-hmm. So it, they can make or break it like in the first like thirty seconds if they're talking to you. You know. Yeah. And it's so many places. I think a lot of places do very well. And there's places I've been to, man, they fall hard, dude, for sure. Because uh, I, my company provides a lot of customer service, so we're big on that. Mm-hmm. So I can spot, I can, you know, I'm driving down the road, and if little corn stand on the side, the old lady's in there, hey, come buy, come buy some corn. I'll go buy some corn from you. I can tell she's giving me terrible customer service. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know that sounds ridiculous, Wait, why, but that's what I think that? about. Why, why, why do you think it's going to be cu- terrible customer service at that point? For, from the corn lady? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, I was okay. just, I was I was just say, thinking of a ridiculous yeah. thing. And usually the lady that does, there's the lady that it's down the, the road. nicest old lady. What are you talking she about? She is. She's cool as hell. But she's, <laughs> no, she's retired whatever. She's, she's got, actually listening to this podcast. She's right sitting now. out there selling her corn, <laughs> and you walk up there, and she is the nicest, sweetest lady. And it's like, you wish... Everybody would act like that when they're trying to sell, or not. She wasn't even trying to sell me. Mm-hmm. I just drove by. I'm like, you know, I think we need some corn. Yeah. I'm gonna pull over and get some freaking corn from this girl. Well, She's actually, like, well, you get it to, to me, you know, the grocery store is so dehumanized now. I mean, you know, you you don't even wanna you don't even wanna deal with the teller. You you go to the 59s or less self checkout. Like, we'd, I'd rather do that any way, shape, yeah. or form. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember when I was younger. Like oh you know, I'm I'm from the south so you know when you're in line with people you talk to people in line because you're low because you? you just you're, that's just the way it is you're I don't know there. you just do I see like, you about the extra your best, large yeah <laughs> your best friends with whoever is around you um and in the line is one of those things but you know small condoms really yeah, <laughs> you know, so what are you doing later because obviously you're not being satisfied <laughs> uh, shouldn't you have the show package you put the you put the uh, magnums on top and the smalls yeah, on the bottom the like show yes. package. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, I keep up a good image. <laughs> that's why you always. Yeah. That's why you always see like the uh, the Magnum, you know, XL condoms like sitting at the checkout right by there. It's because they don't want the someone, had to, someone had to stash it right at the end. Like, okay, okay, you've you've done your job. Soon you'll be in in my bag and secreted away. <laughs> but yeah, dude, customer service is like it's it's a it's a business in itself. It's crazy. Well, and, and nowadays especially, there's so much stress on that because everyone has options. Yeah. Dude, from going to the grocery store to now buying medical marijuana in Michigan, you have customer service options. Exactly. Uh, I mean, people talk about all the time in, in the bar scene or going out even in social, social situations, someone will say, um, you know, I have a medical marijuana card and, uh, you know, my caregiver offers me a, a free ounce per month, you know, and then you hear about this like, 
well, this person didn't come through and, and this other person also offers these other benefits and it's all about who's got the better options. It's in any business. And so that's, that's where when you, when you go to a restaurant or an establishment or anything that doesn't offer good customer service, it stands out. And you say, I'm not going to come back here and order a steak and wait 30 minutes and deal with your attitude oh, yeah. when I could go to the next place down that loves to serve you and they make you feel like you're wanted there and they want you there every night. And like I think restaurants are like one side of it, and because that's that's customer that's service. That's like the, t- the go-to. You, that, one, yeah. It is the customer service profession. Like I mean, no one grows up like I want to be a customer service representative. <laughs> I might as well go work in the restaurant industry. They don't say that, but you know, like I said, customer service is everywhere. But you got Amazon.com, you got eBay.com, all these places where you can buy things cheaper. You cut out all that bullshit. Yeah. You just get it shipped to your door, like you know, in two or three days or whatever. We don't got to deal with anything. Yeah. So when you do, when, it, when it's a place you do have to go to, which restaurants, I mean, if I want to go out to eat, I can't go out to eat in my house because yeah. I'd be making my own food. <laughs> my wife would be the customer service. Well, no, I guess I think <laughs> she doesn't cook I, at all. We're, 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 we're not on enough thin ice, ice here. Cubes. We're <laughs> on real yeah. thin ice here. No I, no, I can't blame her for not cooking. Neither one of us really cook a whole lot. We just kind of do our own thing. My wife is my customer service representative. That was, yeah. for, save, save for example, save for yourself. example. <laughs> I might get spanked for that later. Who knows? If you're lucky. Uh, yeah, why don't you hand me one of those beers? Oh, what, would you like a beer? Sir? Actually, uh, why don't you give me some ice cubes? Ice, ice cubes. cubes. Just, just ice cubes or ice cubes and a beer? Ice cubes. Just okay. ice cubes. All right. So, um, before, uh, I was going to say something to Chris, but I, Ryan, you have worked in a radio station. Obviously, anyone listening right now can tell by your voice that you, <laughs> you have the radio voice. Well, thank you. For sure. Is that what like got you... Into any, like interested in anything, or you like you know I, I can't give the full story because I'd be uh, oh, fine. I, I'd be divulging a little too much information. Can but do uh, what you can do. There was uh, basically a business situation where um, I I had I had some people that I was in business with that I did not realize worked for a main radio station in Grand Rapids, and one day they said, "Yeah, let's go out to lunch, but you should pick us up because we're gonna have some drinks and we don't want to be driving the company truck around." But so you, they wanted you to drive it. Yeah. Well, no, they wanted me to drive my own car. Oh. Okay. But then they didn't want to bring the company truck because it's you know it's really flashy. It's got the name all over it. Gotcha. And that's when I asked, "Where do you work?" And they tell me, "Well, we work at this radio station." Like that. You got to be kidding me. I've been doing pranks since I was fifteen year old. Fifteen years old. I love doing voice impersonations. Um, so they basically said, "Well, give us an example." And I went down the line, just even doing the Mexican voice, like, "Ah, hello, my name is Pico. I, I come, I mow lawn for you for five dollars an hour." Yard work, I paint, I'm an electrician, you know, going down the line. Pico, getting, yeah. where the hell did Pico come from? Pico, Pico is my name. I was born in Mexico City. I come here to look for jobs, support my family better. If I and, don't look at you, it's like a Mexican's on the headphones with awesome. me. Uh, you, oh, me corazón, you break my heart. I just, I love to listen and talk to people. Uh, but, you know, I just went down the line and used a couple of voices and they said, you know what, start Monday, you can come in here and... Uh, you'll have an internship at first, but you'll at least be on air and working with us. And it was a short time later that uh, they gave me this game called Crackhead Karaoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we might have to delete that. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to use that. But uh, So basically what it was is we go out and re- we record random homeless people or people on the street, anyone you find, you offer them some, some incentive and you say, well, you sing this song over, over this uh, recorder and put the headphones on. Mm-hmm. They can't hear themselves. But it gets recorded, and we play it back for the DJs, and they guess what song the person is singing. So it's middle wow. of winter. I'm recording uh, you know, college students downtown. We get seven out of ten voices recorded. It's 
freezing balls. My hands are cold. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do these last three voices. They won't have a clue who it is. I'll do three different voices. So I convinced the other intern, and I record uh, Tom Petty Free Fallen in the Mexican voice. Pico, but I called him Juan Carlos at the time. Juan and, Carlos. Uh, and then uh, Jay-Z's Hard Knock Life in a black dude's voice. And then I recorded some Britney Spears song in a gay dude's voice. And we, we play these over the air, and the, the two main hosts of the show are listening. They're just laughing their asses off. And they're like, where did you find this guy, this, this Juan Carlos? This is amazing. So halfway through the song, I had to stop him, and I'm just like, look, this is me. You know, it's did you like, say that, like, on air? Oh, oh yeah, but during commercial break, you know, I, I oh, okay. kind of pat, pat the uh, producer on the shoulder and, like, you know, this is actually me. You know, I, I, I was kind of scared to do it, but I, I knew you guys might appreciate it. He's laughing. He looks at, at the, the main host of the show and he's like, this is your boy back here. And so as soon as that episode is over, he basically turned to me. He's like, this is your baby. You, you do this. You, you record as many of them as you want to. Oh, go out and get your friends so to do the rest. Easier. And he crackets. Oh, yeah. You go home and you look up these songs and you're like, I would love to sing this song in an Arabian voice. Or I'd love to sing this one in a ghetto dude's voice. Like, uh, yeah, Jay-Z's hot knock life. We got this. We got this. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I don't look at you i can actually like separate yeah, it out yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking i'm listening to someone entirely different yeah i appreciate that homie thanks yeah. uh, so, uh you know it just it's basically someone handing you your dream and saying mm-hmm. sit here and do what you love to do and have a great time and we'll play it on air and get you exposures and that kind of and you got the you know you, you were working for them for I, I was working for them for about a, a one year a one year stretch and it just got to a point where i didn't feel like it was going anywhere but nowadays uh there's a couple comedians i work with out of la and just trying to just trying to get a little bit of exposure and at the same time keep up with life, you know. It's difficult, but you make it happen. And you, you probably found out a lot of things about, like, the, the would you call it, the radio industry? Oh, yeah, the, the radio business. The, the radio the business. business that's on its way out at this point, yeah, I would say. no doubt. We're um, doing this podcast in well, my basement. Right no, now. yeah, no, no. Podcasts are a whole different thing. You're, yeah, you're talking is. about internet radio, which is the way that the, um, basically, that's the way that, uh, the business is moving at this point. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to internet radio or HD radio. Mm-hmm. As far as old school radio stations, FM and AM, they're all being sold off to the government now. The government wants to use them for their own purposes. Uh, so it's all going digital. Um, all these old companies, I'm not going to name their names. No, yeah, keep you, us out of trouble. But, you don't uh, have to. Um, you know, you start to realize things, especially about uh, you know big city broadcasting and FM radio, especially on morning shows. All of the stuff that they play in the morning that you listen, like, oh, this is so scandalous. I love this. There's so much going on. Half of that, 90% of it would be a probably good guesstimate is made up. Yeah. You know, people sit in a room once a week and sit there and come up with ideas like, talk about this guy who calls in. Is, he thinks his girlfriend's cheating on him. And then we have someone else call in and say, I know who you're talking about. And I just have to let you know this is what's really going on. There's this whole on blast situation. And everybody's listening like, I can relate. Oh, I can relate. Oh, oh my shit. God. Yeah. Something drama is going on here in Grand Rapids. Well, exactly. Rapid. Like, like the, the, the voices and the songs you've recorded, you know, you were supposed to be out getting real ass crack at homeless people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Homeless. Like, people no, yeah. that's too much work dude i can do it myself yeah. Yeah. and they listen that's to you exactly. and they think listen to this guy crawling out of a tent when you can hear the guy going would you like to record this song uh, yeah i mean what you, what you gonna give me you got you got a free meal you got some money what, what you gonna give me to record this song Boone's Farm. And, yeah and people are listening like i think i've heard that guy asking for change on monroe center i that voice sounds so familiar this is <laughs> oh god these guys are so funny i just <laughs> 
<laughs> well, hey, Ryan House, why don't you come on down and you know just do a little black man voice for us again? Yeah, just come on down to 1045. You know, we'll, we'll play this. It's on air every morning. We've got Ryan House down here, Juan Carlos, selling onions on the corner of Franklin Division. It's great stuff, guys. We've got Tom Petty. You know, it's it's good. Dude, that's nuts. Oh, uh, and one of my favorite characters we used to do on the show was uh, Mr. Williams. And it was just this, you know, basically this millionaire millionaire douchebag I portrayed that will just call call hotels and places like that. And, ah, yes, this is Mr. Williams. I'm inquiring, actually, to where I can land my helicopter when I come to your, uh, <laughs> oh your hotel later today. And, <laughs> The people always, you know, well, uh, sir, we don't actually have a helicopter landing pad here. Like, well, that's unacceptable. I'll, I'll, I'll be landing on your golf course at approximately 2.30 p.m. Uh, if you could have your finest waitress there with a nice Long Island iced tea and some aperitifs. My, my pilot is very hungry. and We'll, we'll get this taken care of. No worries. And, that's so good. So scrambling. It's ridiculous. Oh my god! And it was that like one of the like you use that voice in like a prank, oh yeah that's that's one situation. of my characters that I use. I've, okay, I've pranked the LPGA being you know just a chauvinist millionaire. Just when, when did since when have women played professional man games for monies <laughs> <laughs> for monies? This is preposterous. This, especially the NBA National Basketball Association. And then there's women playing basketball now. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. That yeah. someone on the phone. Oh, yes, no, that has nothing to do with no. Any I've, of I've that. called the WNBA, the LPGA, oh, their sick. actual headquarters, and just said, "Now no, this is preposterous." I'm sure if the the president knew of this, it would be on his <laughs> forefront of issues to deal with. I like when he puts <laughs> his hand on his hip. <laughs> He's getting full in. Do it, dude. That's awesome. Straighten your tie and make sure your things are in accord because we are about to enter into a world of very, very preposterous things. Dude, that is so money. Oh, oh that's, oh, that's side, so I love my to do. Hurt. My I'm face, my I face is hurting from smiling so much. Sir, you have a great grin. I, I like hanging out with you. It's it's a good time. Well, thank you very much. Who's this song bitch on the other microphone sitting here talking about all that real stuff? Yeah, please don't, please, please don't inspire him to try to think that he can come up with his own voices. No, no, he can definitely cannot. I, I, yeah, it's something I've always. They're all. It's always like a little five second, you know, come up with a voice type of thing. But yeah, I cannot do it nearly as good as you. Hey, that's, and then when I say nearly, I mean I hit the ten percent mark. That's because okay. you can tell I'm not doing my own voice. Because you tell you're doing something else other than your normal voice. Your but, John Deere impression inspires me. That's but, Chris, <laughs> would you agree that when someone plays the guitar, I can go on a spout spree and just he sing can. the best song you've ever heard? He and can. I should be on American Idol. He does come up with some uh, <laughs> lyrical tracks on his own, um, out of out of his ass, pretty much. We need to do something with this, dude. Maybe we can do it, a country music. It's podcast. usually very vulgar, and it's usually about someone we knows, like sister or mom or something like that. Chasing rabbits, driving a truck, dude. It's so good. Yeah, we need. We need. We uh, we go to uh, Chris and I go camping at Silver Creek mm-hmm. once a year with a bunch of our buddies. You have to come. That Not like that far away. It's, yeah, we just do it's it one night on one night yeah. thing. Just guys go out. You know, it's it's probably 15, 20 minutes from where we are right now. Okay. Yeah. And it's just a ridiculous. I would love to join. I like the way you just abbreviated ridiculous. I yeah. Mean, I have to use and I've said that like three times, yeah. and I kind of feel like, eh, no, that a little too yeah. many. I, I well, hey, Avdi, you know. It's uh, just oh, no. <laughs> that, that sounds like too much like a valley girl. No, I ha- hate it. I hate everyone's <laughs> abbreviating everything nowadays. Like, now, granted, rid- ridic, is that what you said? R- ridic, R- ridic is good. It works. That works. Um, 
Abvi. Um, sounds ridiculous. You hear people say cray cray now. Oh, that's so cray cray. And that's... you know what? I heard I someone say cray, and I, I'm like, that's so cray cray. What the hell are you talking about? And it took me, I didn't realize. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? It took me a minute, and then I found out that, you know, they were saying crazy. Is that what yeah. the. What so the oh, ghetto child, please. <laughs> is that like what rappers do now? Is that how it started? That shit cray. That's from a Kanye Jay Z song. Okay, because I had no idea. I thought so. I heard someone say, "Go, that's kind of cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Cray, girl. Whatever. <laughs> but I didn't know. I, I had no idea it was like for music. I thought he someone... pulls it off so well. Oh, that <laughs> is so Cray. Oh so man, exactly. <laughs> and then when I heard like, "Oh no," please it's, say you know, that at work sometimes. It's like a ghetto someone. slang thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I can't say that anymore. <laughs> oh my goodness, is that ghetto terminology? I did not realize. <laughs> is it okay if I use it as one of their words? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to say this too loud, but is that a black thing? I, I, don't, I don't want to cross lines here. Speaking about black things, I, I don't know if you were here earlier, but someone said uh, in one of the other – this is like the third time we've talked about it, but we, it's so ridiculous that we have to talk about it. Okay. The DL, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, DL. when I say – oh. Hey, yo, keep it on the DL. What's, yeah. what's that mean? What, the, 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 down, down the down low. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't talk about that shit. You know, let's keep it quiet, keep yeah. it quiet. But what I've been told – that the DL started the phrase "keep it on the DL" was from, uh, you know, black guys that had they were married, but they had like a gay partner or something like that, wow. and they would keep that on the DL. So basically, black guys were the original homosexuals. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know about that. No, DL, DL, DL Hughley. Let's stick with that story. I've never heard that before, and and I had a buddy say that, and then I actually asked around a few different people, and multiple people have been like, you know, I kind of have heard that. And I never someone heard that. that was my story in high school. Yeah. Every time me and this guy, like, <laughs> we would say, just keep it on the down low. But no, yeah. you know, black guys loving the D, yeah, and loving their wives, and you keep it on the DO, yeah, and you know, it's you keep it on the I low. We, we got to verify this. We need a black yeah. guy yeah. on this podcast. Should we, should we Google black guy oh, who knows black things guy, about yeah. about DL and see if a number comes wow. up in this? We could. I mean, no, seriously, not not in a mocking situation at all. Let's Google a black guy that might know something about down low. See if maybe we can come up with yeah, some contact information. Yeah, it's going to come up with like a, a black gay website. Yeah. Excuse me, sir, but you were on the top of Google's list for people who would know about know down about low things and are black. Can you describe to us Google what... Google black guy keeps it on the down low. <laughs> if I could type, it might be a little better here. Ooh, look at that. I got a new, I got a new uh, swinger arm for my... Mike, so no, I can be you know at the at the at the guitar, the the computer. <laughs> can we nickname it the swivel stick? Swivel stick. <laughs> Pull shells. Push out. Pull shizzle with the swivel. Urban Dictionary. The oh, that's the first thing that pops up. And we got and eh, describe American black men who have. Oh my gosh! It the is first true, thing isn't that it? pops up. <laughs> the down down low. Down low is used to describe the behavior of American black men who have sex with other men oh as well God. as with women oh. but who do not identify as gay or bisexual. The term has in its origins in African American slang, but such behavior is not exclusive to the group. Oh Dude, my God. I, wow. why didn't we Google that a while ago? Because I, I thought it was so facetious that, you know... Well, that's not true. No do you way. realize now that every time we said to our friends in high keep school, it keep it on the down low. We were gay. Yeah, yeah, we're being a big group of gray guys. Or, oh, oh my god, big group of gay guys. Uh, just yeah, group of grays. Yeah, we're, all those you, all those girls are looking. We got we got this secret thing going on here. Just keep it on the down low. Just that's funny. Zippers open. Jimmy Rouse, he was the one that said that, and I didn't believe him until wow. right now. And hey. he's, 
when Keep Google verifies. For sure, for sure. Knows so many things, you know. Lead speak, all that stuff. That's crazy. Uh, so, Chris, back to, I mean, we talked about the Chili Peppers, and we said you guys went to the Chili Peppers concert because, or one of the reasons was because it was your birthday weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Today, today's today your birthday? Today is my birthday. It's Memorial Day, but it's Happy also my birthday. Happy freaking birthday, dude. Oh, is this the, uh, is this the molester voice singing Happy to me? Bir- yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Chris. <laughs> Happy birthday to Happy your birthday. short shorts. <laughs> Happy birthday. I got a half a chubby right here. <laughs> I love you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it was definitely my birthday today, but uh, we went to this concert because apparently the Red Hot Chili Peppers didn't want to wait for my birthday to have their concert. So. Sons of a Nope. I know. A planning thing, I guess. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was a great concert, and then we, we bounced around uh, downtown Grand Rapids afterwards, and it just... I don't know. It was it, it 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 felt like I was back in East Lansing at one point. You know, the yeah. random bar hopping of and then ending it and then ending it up at like Giorgio's. You know, at the late night and everybody just being ridiculous. Where's Giorgio's? There's a Giorgio's on Ionia, right next to Hopcats. It's, oh, a, yeah, it's the, like a pizza, pizza place. place. Pizza by yeah. the slice. Yeah. Like yeah. oh, it's a gourmet pizza. So gourmet. it's like five or six. Like a bucks Chicago a slice. style. Like isn't that the what's the place in Chicago? What's what's the Giano? Is it Giorgio's? No, it's something like Giano's. You would Gino's, probably find in Chicago. Giovanni's. It's like the deep dish pizza. Okay, they have some. Uh, of that, they have some of that there too. They throw a G in stuff. there, and then the rest yeah. of the name doesn't matter. But something it's Italian. Place. It sounds know? Italian. It's real. Yeah, yeah. cool. No, there's uh, there's one in East Lansing, and uh, and they branched out over here, and you know it's just the same atmosphere at you know two 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 thirty in the morning when you get a bunch of drunks coming from the bar and. Just everyone just wants their food and they're being ridiculous, you yeah, know. Totally. My, my girlfriend's waiting in line at the at the bathroom and the, whoever the chick was in there before is just taking forever. And these like two little drunk white bitches like come up and start banging on the door, like "Bitch, get out! Get out! You're taking fucking forever! Get out of here!" Let's make a scene. <laughs> yeah, let's make a scene. And then this like you know incredibly large black chick, you know, steps out and it's like, oh, there's there's my girlfriend, the first one in line. That like, oh. Like you're not talking shit to this girl. Now, I wasn't. Are you? I wasn't the one screaming yeah. at all. I yeah, I, totally. I swear I'm not with them. <laughs> I was bamboozled. <laughs> oh geez, I don't even know what to say. You're just so big and black. Yeah, uh, and then, and then yeah. she walks. And then she walks in there, and it smells like perfume, like heavy. It's like, yeah, the big black bitch was definitely taking a big old shit yeah. on that toilet. Mm. <laughs> Let me cover up my shit smell with this perfume. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, Damn. no, it was. It was a little bit ridiculous at, at 2 o'clock in the morning, per, per the huge. And you're, what, 21 years old now? 21. 21. For, it was my God, first, so my first drink ever that I've ever had in my life. You're 29, 29. years old. I'm almost 30, i got to say. you are old as hell. How many illegitimate kids do you have? Like, let's just cover that. That I know of? <laughs> <laughs> well, you I, see, there was this time. Yeah, there was a time where I, I was uh, traveling the world trying to inseminate everything. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> spread your seed across the world. What would I look like with a half Indian, half, half Indian baby? Yeah, let's do an experiment. I'll have a baby with an Indian girl, maybe a black girl, and then a, and then a Russian chick, and just see what all the opposites come let's out. See of. if I can get away with not paying child support. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if or it's Alan. in Russia, do I still have to pay? No last names. It's How okay. old do you feel right now, dude? Um, I feel twenty-six. You f- like physically have you feeling? Oh any no, I, I do feel old. I feel. Yeah. I feel old. I, I I not not too old, I guess. I just give it another you know, year, dude. Give it another year, and you're then gonna, I'm like you're over gonna, the hill you might completely. As well just die. Yeah. Well, well, you be you being thirty now. 
Um, I am 30. I don't really I, like to I, work out. You <laughs> know, we're all in a, about the, the same age category, but mm. I have to ask because I've been going through this the last couple of years. Do you feel forced to change your wardrobe now? I mean, um, I do, but it's in a different sense than someone like you might think. Okay. I was oblivious. Like, my thing was black, t black rock and roll t shirt in a black hat. <laughs> Totally Either jeans or black pants. camo shorts. Yeah. All I would wear all Cargo, the time. Camo shorts. Whatever. That's <laughs> all I knew how to wear. But you know, I have I have a job where I need to wear something. You know, you know. Like I said, it was my job isn't corporate, but it's business appropriate. Yeah, yeah it's business. You know, and a lot of the, it's like you know Fridays business casual now. days. Yeah, for sure. But I would wear. Uh, all through like you know high school college with cargo shorts cargo pants all my pants were cargo I didn't ha have a regular pair of pants maybe like to wear church once in a while yeah. you know I had some khakis so I'm wearing you know these cargo pants and I would have like a, a polo or Did a button up shirt you use cargo pockets for anything though always every Hell single day yeah. who doesn't that, use cargo exactly, pockets exactly <laughs> they were both full of like, keys wallet <laughs> you know this little thing that little thing and whatever but Why uh, do you think I had them? No. Well, but I was told I was told that you know, well, you know, cargo sh pants, you know, <laughs> might not be the best thing to be wearing. I'm like, what you're are getting you, a little old for my, cargo. My pants. My wife was saying this like when I was 28 or 29. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Be quiet. And then my company said, Ryan, you are like, you know, one of our better employees. We love you to death. This and this. But you really got to take the cargo pants out. <laughs> And you really got to tuck your shirt in, and it would be awesome if you could buy some better shoes than these like Doc Martin boots that you wear every single day. And I'm like, this is I'm I'm business, dude. I'm bit. Nah, I'm looking at myself. I go, eh. This isn't business. This is not really business, but yeah. well, that's so I did. I in in a way I was, and I don't know if it was because I, I turned thirty. It was like within a year of turning thirty that these things happened. I'm like, I didn't know cargo pants were something I could wear to like you know my work or whatever. Right. Well, and especially at that age, you start realizing that 21-year-olds wear a whole lot of the same shit as 29-year-olds. And that's when you start to feel like, man, I, I've gone through the last eight years and grown up a lot. Mm. I still feel like somewhat of a kid, but should I still be wearing Aeropostale shirts and cargo shorts? And it's like, no. Emphatically, no. Mine was more of the style of clothes. Those were not necessarily like I never really got well, Hollister. Aeropostale the brand style. doesn't matter, but it, yeah. you know, it's, it's Actually, that, I think that it style of college I, clothing. I think that it, I think it absolutely does matter because I worked at American Eagle, and American Eagle literally they, their brand was. Um, towards the college kids, yeah, but, et cetera. Like that, that was their the same target thing. market. Like that's the same thing as Abercrombie. And mm -hmm. uh, if you go and, you know, nowadays, if you were to look at, at a guy who's 29 and then a guy who's 21, you would think that the dress appropriateness for the 29-year-old would probably be a pair of Lacosta shorts or something like that without cargo pockets. And he's looking golf appropriate oh, yeah, now. Like, like the, He's the like, boat, you know, he has that look on his face like, yes, I have one child, a boat, and a cookie-cutter helm. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm established as an adult. The 21-year-old still has the cargo shorts. I don't know where my keys the are. <laughs> the Aeropostale <laughs> shirt. And he's like, I, I'm going to drink in a park today. That's what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to drink in a park. Um, you know, it, it almost no. makes you sit there and think, why is, why is there not – uh, you know, a certain type of pair of shorts that's good for when you're 25 and older. Because 21 and older, 
there's nothing in between 21 and 30 right now. That's you either excellent have excellent point. You either have straight cut Lacosta shorts, something like that for for the the growing male who's into his age of I'm having kids and looking for a 401k, um, or the the 21 year old has still got the cargo shorts. Like, give me something in between. Give me something that helps me make that transition. The easier. growing yeah. male. Yeah. Growing <laughs> male. I, I, I'm probably not the best person to talk about it because these shorts are actually uh, Ryan Rose's shorts. I've had these for like two years. Those have been through some shit. I'm oh, not yeah, going to lie. Yeah. This. I mean, they've, <laughs> I got them after like ki- kayaking one time or something like that. And they're like, I, I just never buy shorts anymore. I, I never really yeah. like think about it. I'm, But when I do buy clothes, I buy clothes and I think to myself, am I going to be able to wear this at the office as well? This yeah. and this is what I, I this is my deal here. I have a the most awesome pair of cargo camo shorts that I wear nine days out of the week when I'm not at work. But they're obviously in the wash because I just got back from camping, so I got this like pseudo like secondary pair just in case. <laughs> And they, they like come up to my above my knees and I feel like I'm like a little Nancy like old man. Yeah. And I'm like and they're not like worn really in nice. They're not ripped they're not ripped in and frayed and they're not faded. Yeah, I go, dude, I feel uncomfortable holes. in these things. And these, these are, are just vented. these are these are probably like, I don't know, some like old navy crap or whatever. And I don't even I wanna throw these away. I don't even like them. I only want to pair my wear my crazy ass. Cargo faded out, ripped up. Yeah, those are your comfortable shorts. My shorts. That's all I want to wear. Your man I just shorts. Don't even think about That's, spending. Yeah. I don't even think about spending money on shorts or anything anymore. I no, like, I hate spending money on clothes. Yeah, like, well, well, unless it's a hat well, or maybe t-shirts. You That's hate it, but it. you love having them. I mean, mm-hmm. it's. I look at my wardrobe now, and that's that's when I start to feel almost ashamed. And you're you're looking at your closet, going, that represents. A little boy, and I want to get away from this little boy. You're like, you're like, I still have T-shirts in my closet that say Jamaican sweet cigars. You know, something that you wore to parties when you're 20 years old, and you're like, yeah, I'm this shit. I put marijuana inside of cigar wraps. Yeah, that's how cool I keep it. Um, and the, you know, looking at your closet, really kind of, you start to in your mind because of the the materialistic world we live in, you start to imagine who you are by your clothes. You're like. I, I can't go out and half the shit I have in my closet. I can't go meet a girl my age and half the shit in my closet. So that's when you kind of go, all right, I may need to do some restructuring here. Dude, but I, the, the, I wear a tie I, for work. I wear a tie for work. So I, you know, I can legitimately say that, you know, going out, you know, afterwards, it's just, it's not even, I don't even think about what I'm wearing because I have to wear a tie to work. And I just, yeah. I don't really, yeah, I think about it when I'm going and I'm thinking about getting ready for work, but if I'm going out and I'm doing something with friends afterwards, I'm not thinking about the fact that I'm still dressed up in a tie no. or, you know, going out. But it's just like at the same time, I'm still dressed up in a tie until it gets like hot. And I'm like, fuck, I can't breathe. Oh, maybe I'll take this damn tie off. Well, it's funny that what Ryan said is is so – well, it's not true for me because that's something you have realized yourself. That's something I have not realized. But I had my wife – luckily my wife's awesome and she's like – yeah, dude, you gotta like nix that, dude. It's not good. That's not cool. And I'm like, are you, are you for real? Are, you're not a you're not a guy. You don't know. Yeah, this and then is I find out, babe. and I find out that she's totally right. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta start listening to you on what to wear, man. And everybody else is telling me like, you really can't wear that. I'm like, 
really? I can't wear this? And Why like, not? And then I look at myself and I go, you're right. I shouldn't be wearing this. That's, that's terrible. It's like the what not to well, wear show where you, you know, like, turn someone's life around by like, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're walking around. It's like, oh, yeah, he's got a real life and he's got a kid now, but he... <laughs> Yeah, like he still wears uh, dead mouse shirts and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't well, have a dead mouse shirt. It's no. got to be situation appropriate, you know, and that's yeah. that's where I think sometimes you know you you feel the pressure cooker of the world a little too much as an adult. You look around and you say, "I've, I've got all these t-shirts I wore in high school. Should I still even own these? Mm-hmm. Is that is that age appropriate right now?" Um, but you know, when you look around, especially in a job like yours, when you leave there, you don't have to worry about being downtown and an adult appropriate walking into a bar. Um, you, you know, your business attire is pretty bar appropriate. Well, I had, um, you know, I had a job that I did for a couple summers and it was, you know, for the job I had to wear polos like all the time. It was either like a red, a white or a blue polo. And, yeah. you know, and they provided me year, summer after summer, they provided me with like a whole wardrobe of these damn polos. Wear this and on Tuesday. First. I know it, it, it was, it was one of those things, you know, cause it was. You're dealing with kids, and you know it's like a ten to fourteen day program. So you know you're wearing these clothes all the time. And after I got done with my like third summer of doing that, I I was like, I am never wearing polos again. (laughs) Like I am so done wearing a polo. Like I might. That's the only thing I could wear. If I see that little gator again, I'm just gonna cut it. Oh yeah. Well, no. And it was those polos that had like their insignia and stuff on it. Right, right. But you know, now I'm now I'm working and I wear ties all the time. It's like okay, a couple days of the week, I'm 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 allowed to wear something that's not a tie. And I'm like, oh, I've got a blue and a white polo just sitting around. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll 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 wear these. It's like. I'm back to the world where I'm wearing the blue and the white polos. Uh, I hate those polos. Yeah, it's like it's such a uniform to yeah. me. You know, it's like it's it's not that I even put thought into what I'm wearing that day. It's like apparently this is a socially acceptable thing for me to wear at work yeah. and be considered okay. And it's just a fucking shirt to me. I don't care. Like, well, I'd rather be wearing this than a tie right now. Ryan, like, I mean, does that happen at work, your work? I mean, especially thinking about wearing polos every day. It's something where if you were in a social situation, you may love polos, and you're like, I look good in this. Oh, Girls yeah. like me in this, but when you go to work and you're forced to wear something, it's like, eh. It's, um, I, I fond more towards like the, the button-up collar short sleeve shirt, for like, like the plaid thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, because it almost feels like I'm wearing something like I would wear years ago. That's but it's a little bit nicer. It has buttons. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's such a computer. But, it's so it's such a computer is, nerd attire. Exactly. Like, but I like try it, to get. I I it's get a buttoned ones, up, but it's a short sleeve button up. But you, there's <laughs> there's shirts like that that look like nerd ass <laughs> shirts, and there's ones like oh yeah, you know you can kind of wear that. You can yeah. wear that wherever. But polos are something. Pocket protector is one that probably doesn't. Yeah, work no, very no, well. no. Yeah. Why would you need a? Why would you need pens? I don't need pens for anything. But uh, especially pocket protectors. Protect your pens. No doubt. <laughs> oh no, but polos are something I've actually got. I've never used to worn them. Wear them, and I do wear them now. And I actually kind of like them. They're, I mean, just a, a black, straight up black polo shirt, and that's it. Yeah. Or a, I like, a, I like or his blue. idea. His idea of, uh, of of stepping into it is still uh, still black. You know that that hasn't changed. Black but, is uh, my thing, but when I was black button up or I, a black polo, I quick ran to the bathroom. But I, as I walked away, I heard Ryan say something about t-shirts from high school. Dude, <laughs> this t-shirt is probably from '96 or '97. Yes, yes you I know, applaud you. Sir. This is like a almost a 15, 16, 17 year old t-shirt right here. 
And that's, you know what? It's still in great Wait, shape. How many years did I say? Uh, 27. 12. No, 12. Yeah, almost Seven. 15 it's years like old. A 50 like thir- year old 13 shirt. to 15 year old t shirt. Somewhere Ancient in there. Relic. Yeah, and like I still have these. And this is obviously not something I would probably go wear out to go somewhere. I well, just we've got to talk about that too. It's It's got a women's bathroom sign on yes. I, that's That's all it is on the t shirt. And I love it. Like, are you telling women that they can go to the bathroom on you? Or is this... Uh, Come this way. <laughs> no, that means I can go into the women's bathroom. Oh, you're like, yeah, that, I no. have a badge. This this, this is, gets me into women's restrooms everywhere. This is actually a skateboard company called Girl Skateboards. Oh. And I was, you know, for 15 years, I was huge skateboard. Half my clothes are some somehow skateboard related. Nice. You know, and, and that's something you... You kind of got to grow out of when you're 30. Really? Yeah. You can't, I'm, I'm you not Rob Dayerdick. Yeah. I can't. I can't keep you know wearing this stuff yeah. all the time. But I and I and I I pick and choose what I do wear because I do buy like new shirts that are like skateboard related, but they're companies no one knows about. They're logos that I think look cool. You know, just a t-shirt with something on it, something unique. No yeah. one knows what it is. I mean, yeah. skateboard kids that are like 16 but probably know buying, what it is. Even buying t-shirts, like you know, I don't I don't buy like labeled t-shirts anymore. Like if I'm if I'm gonna wear something around the house. It's gonna be a myriad one of the, the many white t-shirts that undershirts that I have because yeah. I just you it's know, comfy for yeah, you. Yeah, it's just comfy. You know, it's what this, your thing. The, the V-neck, the white V-neck, is something that I've worn in the last couple of years that I never really. Would. I always thought this is like these were like my these were my dad's shirts. You know, my dad uh, wore white these t- ones. White V-necks. Yeah, not my style at yeah, all. No. But you pull it off great. Apparently, I pull it off. So. The thing I don't like now, and I'm starting to realize as you, this, as especially. You look at me, no, no I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just staring at <laughs> your shirt. Like, like the thing I don't like. <laughs> let me shake my head thoroughly as I stare at your shirt. No, not at all. I just the thing I hate about white t-shirts nowadays. I wear them spring, summer, and fall, and that's mm-hmm. usually it. And by the next year, you're like, "What is this wonderful yellow stain I have yeah. under my armpit?" Dude, and it's like, as much as you bleach your white shirts, you can never get the pit stains out. And I'm a guy who doesn't They're, like to throw away clothes for sure. You know. So you, you keep looking at these we, white T-shirts. Like you're like me. I I jack up these white white T-shirts. I don't know if you do, Chris. You guys like heavy sweaters. What's the matter with you? Yeah, it is. It's I, called man game. You I just you, you sweat all day long because you're just. And my thing manly. is, take a shower. I don't ever bags. smell. Like if I'm like <laughs> if I'm wearing a like white T-shirt, I can I like wear it all day. <laughs> And I, it, I never smell. Okay, do you but just, I sweat. Like, and you know, I just got you know, and it's just it's sweat. It's like building up. Here's, there. here's a clue. Here's a clue. But I don't actually, ever. This stink. is something that I've, I've, I've actually heard about. I believe um, it's not. It's not just your sweat. It's a combination of your antiperspirant deodorant mixing in with it. You yeah. think so? And that's what and the that's chemicals what ends in up, the color. And that's what ends up coating it so much that it ends up staining. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I should just not wear thing. anything like that? Well, no. That, that's why they tell you. I, I guess this is something common Change I've heard for deodorant. ten years too. Is they say when you put on deodorant, you shouldn't put your shirt on for at least fifteen minutes because mm. your deodorant mm. has to set in. And uh, really? I've actually noticed that a lot of times. Uh, you know, let's say you're going on a two-day party stretch out camping or something like that. Mm. If you're in a rush to get out of the house and you throw deodorant on and throw your shirt right on, it's pretty much, I mean, you've still got deodorant sitting there, and if your shirt rubs against it, it's going to take it right off. So you're, you're wondering, this speed degree says I'm going to last 24 hours stink-free, and, and that's not working. Mine's uh, just sweating. Like, I sweat profusely today. is de- okay, 90 de- degrees you know, there's there. a difference between antiperspirants and deodorants. I get the, the bowl thing. I get the both yeah. in there. Yeah, the, the Even though mix, I don't really yeah. think I need the smelly one, I do just in case. Just well, it's because you say you're, you're halfway between stopping odor and not getting cancer. Because they say, they say oh, antiperspirance what? blocks all of the the sweat and everything into your body. It doesn't let you perspire. Oh, um, And I've heard of guys that I've are like, dude, 
I'm not going to use deodorant. Or you're like, like Matthew McConaughey, he doesn't those, use like, deodorant. They have, like, and those salt, that, like, deodorant. I don't think things. they do anything. Or there's guys that won't walk, they won't use like hair, uh, hair gel. shampoo, shampoo, yeah. or shampoo okay. or hair gel. Yeah. They're like, I take a shower, get my hair wet, rub my fingers through it, and I'm done. You know what? And I'd, they haven't d- washed their hair in like years. I started uh, getting a really badly receding hairline, which hopefully you can't it's tell not now. That but it's like, not that bad. Yeah. Dude, three years ago, I started watching it actually recede, and you'd see the thinness coming in. And I'm like, I kept asking, asking the girl who cuts my hair, like, can you give me any advice? Uh, and all she said was, "Stop using so much fucking shampoo." You know, she's like, really? when, "When you go to the store, look look at the stuff you put in your hair." It's just like when someone tells you about cigarettes and you're like, they taste so wonderful. And they're like, well, they have carpet glue and they cause cancer. Shampoos actually have all these ingredients like ammonia that strips your hair. I mean, it's an easy cleaner, basically. It's just like you could go home and pour bleach on your hair. And hell yeah, it'll get it clean, but it'll fuck your hair up. You know, it's like, for sure. You know, so they're, you know, she's saying, she's like, even if you go buy Pantene Pro V, you're like, it smells so good and I feel so clean. And she's like, you're killing your hair. You're literally going to be bald by 35 because you're using these products. She's like, wash your hair maybe twice to three times a week with actual shampoo and the rest of the time just rinse with water. Because mm-hmm. um, so those guys that are saying that have a point, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, you know, and you can't, you can't relate product. it to not, you know, to being dirty or anything like that because one of my friends, he, you know, he runs a lawn care company. He sweats his ass off all day long. Mm-hmm. But he goes out at the end of the day. We go to the bar and he... You know, he can pick up girls like no other. And he so, smells excellent. Yeah, and, and no, yeah and he's like, he smells like grass clippings, yeah. and he's able to. Women are like, oh, that that aroma. I bet if you were to pull him aside, you're like, I just want to know why you're willing to talk to my friend and give him your phone number. And they're like, well, it's it, actually he didn't smell like shampoo. He smelled like three fresh days cut, of just fresh yeah. water washing yeah, in his hair, fresh cut grass so, in the, uh, yeah, it's the aroma. fresh and natural. But when you said you know you put your deodorant on and then like wait 15 minutes put your shirt on, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how I've never heard that before because I bet you if I did that, my life would change. Yeah, basically you know, your cloth. Is I mean, what, what deodorant do you use? I, I use uh, I use Old Spice Swagger. I I was big on the Mitchum stuff because I Mitchum. was heavy sweater and I used that for a while. The Mitchum, it's like you know, uh-huh. it's a little bit more expensive by like 30 cents. Yeah. But uh, heavy duty it was pretty deodorant. good. It burns like the first couple times it you put burns. it on. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Third, a good all feeling. Right. Now, like sensitive skin, that's that's the whole reason why yeah. I have to buy certain deodorants. I'll love a deodorant. I'm like, it smells great. And then you go out to the bar and you're sitting there trying to talk to someone as you would just want to scratch the shit out of your armpits. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, this is great conversation. I can't even think about what you're saying because my armpits are on fire. Uh, I have to be careful now. Cause I'm like Irish, Scottish, Welsh, and German. So like every holy white, shit, you're almost every single thing I am. Yeah, every, Damn, every bro, white holy culture shit. out there that's just I'm not Polish. Sensitive My to wife the skin. is Polish. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not Polak and I'm not Dutch. So basically, I'm not cheap and I'm not an idiot. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, so you know, but but I am all these white cultures that are so sensitive to yeah. sun and anything else. It's For like, sure. oh my god, the sun burns me in two minutes. Uh, but I have a little bit more red. Like my oh, beard yeah. is he's kinda a ruddy, red. He's a ruddy oh, my hair is not really red, but I wait, get wait the, till we exercise. We go, we go play basketball the first time or something together. You're gonna laugh at me for how dark red and purple my face turns. Oh, for real! It just screams Irish, Irish warrior. You're just like, yes, I'm hey. so red in the face that 
Let's go play Blurryfart. Nothing to be ashamed of. Did I say Blaveheart? Well, I know. Yeah. Did you say? I, I thought it was Blade. a joke. What did you no, say? No, no. It's just just how I say I Braveheart. You know, it's the old. Scottish I thought you said Blaveheart. I, yeah. I thought you said Bladefart. I was like, I'm okay, like, that's what? something. Like, are we gonna cut some? Cut the. Have you played the game Bladefart? I was gonna let it go, but apparently you caught yourself. No, that's, and I'm, then you spanked yourself. I am completely okay with a joke at my expense, as long as someone laughs. We're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Touch well. my do jack it, do one it more time. Well on that pipe yeah, there. <laughs> now there, there's a bottle of Jack between me and Chris, and it's a little there more was, on my side. There little, was a bottle of Jack. Yeah, there was. Now he's examining the last shot. Like, there's should I drink this? Should I drink this? For sure. Is I got plenty of J and B over here. Here you go. Hey, let's trade shot for shot. I'll. No, I brought a I brought a fifth of Jack Daniels over here. It sat here for a while. Well, you know what we used it for? We used it for uh, we took a shot before we set the podcast. Mm. We'd always take a shot. So then when that was gone, I bought uh, Maker's Mark, which is actually in that garbage right there. So we nice. no, you can't see it. Yeah, <laughs> like, but uh, neither can they on the, the other box with the Amazon exactly. smiley face on it yeah. for show. Sure. And uh, so we did, you know, make and you know, Maker's Mark is some good. That's some good whiskey for sure. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's good stuff. So that lasted quite a while. And our tradition was always do a shot. And I think this might have been the first podcast we did not do that. But you guys were drinking liquor before, yeah, we so we're all good. Here. Dude, I might actually bring this to my office and just have it sit in my office. You know, one thing I, I learned working on the radio is it doesn't matter if you walk in there at 4.45 in the morning. Being an intern, you know, you walk in there the first week, two weeks, three weeks, every single show you're nervous about what's going to go down because mm-hmm. you're sitting there thinking, there's got to be something crazy that they're going to do today, and I'm not going to know how to handle it. But as soon as they bust out a bottle and they say, all right, show's about to start in 10 minutes, two shots apiece, let's do it, you realize... This is how you get loosened up. This is how your tongue gets ready to talk. Is you know? that how... Have you seen that happen before? Oh, literally. Because I, I don't know how they could do it without doing that. Dude, the, the producer that I worked with, and this is on a, a, a main main syndicated radio show, you know, morning show that, you know, it's, it's in like a number three market. So you're, you're in the top. This producer every single morning would sit there and take two shots of Rumplemints and down a Michelob Light or Michelob Ultra. Mm-hmm. You're just like... This is how you start off your morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. But when you think about the fact that those are your work hours and your work involves being like loose at the tongue and just talking and having a good time, how could you not step forward and take a couple drinks? You've got to be an exceptionally amazing person to be able to put out stuff on the radio, and especially in a morning show situation, because that's... when people, people listen to the radio to. Yeah. in the morning. When they wake up, they're grumpy. They want to hear you saying shit that makes them laugh. And so for, be hungover or drunk. <laughs> and and be in my, in, like my car drive to work. Like I listen to, you know, Freebird and Hot Wings on the way to work. Yeah. Every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's really all I listen to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like how, I mean, it's it boggles my mind. Even like actors, like doing a movie or, you know, artist, you know music artists, like recording an album yeah. or on concert. Right. Especially in concert because that's live. You know, being on a radio station, it's live, dude. Well, that, like you know, you have like a fifteen second gap. So when you so make you, those mistakes, you I mean, can there's dump it. Yeah, oh yeah. There's times. Uh, there was one time where I got wasted the night before on on my uh, the main character on the show. His birthday, we went out and drank a whole lot. I didn't remember what happened. I woke up in my apartment, opened my blinds, looked out front. I'm like. Huh, my car's gone. That's funny. Uh, can't find my sandals. My belt is missing. My watch is missing. Where's my life? Let's make some calls and figure out what happened last night. And, you know, 
radio's radio. If they have an opportunity to make something good out of it, they don't care about feelings or, or what's going to happen to your reputation. It's just this is going to be good radio. And it could be good or bad. Oh, it could, could be oh, yeah. really They're bad. Yeah. So I call in and say, hey, um, sorry, I'm an hour late and I'm not even there. Uh, I just want to know what happened last night. And they're like, well, we'll tell you as soon as we get back from commercial. And exactly. Like, and, you're, yeah. and I was going to say, you're probably on hold. Oh, being yeah, yeah, on yeah. Radio. Yeah, and you're like, come sure. on, don't do this to me. I'm on this show. Like, I, I don't, you know, like, I, I'll be down there in 15 minutes, please. Like, I'll take a bus, a taxi, whatever I have to. Don't make me talk about this on air. And it's like, and no. They want it. Yeah, and they're like, do you want this job? Do you want us to work here? Like, we're talking about this on air. So once it comes back, you know, and you, you hear all the all the crap that you did the night before and everything that went on, that's. That's when you start to realize, like, there is nothing that is overboard when it comes to entertainment. If you are a part of a team that is supposed to entertain people, don't expect them to be gentle about the oh, fact yeah. that your your ex-girlfriend just dumped you last night and ran away with your child and drained your bank account because it will be laughed about. Like, you know, <laughs> they will just sit there and be like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like, all right, all right. Uh... Not my story, but... <laughs> You know, that's know uh, it it's somebody's story. Is that why your yeah. car was missing? I wish it was. That'd be, that'd be good radio right now. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, she drained it. She's, she's got my money, my child, I have nothing. Uh, but when that happens, you just have to realize, you're like, man, I, I'm, I'm uh, thoroughly embarrassed. Everyone's having a laugh at my expense, but it's good radio. That's, that's how it goes. Dude, that's, that's nuts. I, I'm so glad you came on here to talk about this. And, and I'm sure there's plenty of other, like, as time goes on, questions I'll have for you. I'm going to probably hit you on Facebook. Like, dude, oh, yeah. what do you ever do in this situation? Or I don't know. Because <laughs> obviously this is not a radio station. It's a, it's a podcast, you know? Yeah. We just throw it out whenever. We just kind of have fun. But you want listeners. You, you know, you want, you want people to join you. And... and it's funny how the transgression from uh, people that know the Verbal Trainwreck podcast, that was just me and my group of friends and Ben Lowe, we would – kind of like keep that it was all basically stories about we we're just like right, right. recording our stories yeah. and like you know what's been going on with our group of buddies and this podcast is kind of expanding a little bit on that and as we and as i expand this i gotta realize those things like well do i want you know do i want to get new listeners of course i want to get new listeners i want to you know i would like to have an entertainment value of some kind right. in this podcast form right so how do i do that right now i i don't really i mean I don't. I can't say that I don't care. I'm not trying too hard to like throw it out there and like you know advertise. No, you're not aiming like a, for a certain genre. Or exactly. Someone to I'm, listen I'm to. trying to like get my bearings on like how where this is going to fit in somewhere and how I can at some point market it. No, right now it's just you know Facebook. I got a little like page. Yeah. Facebook.com/slash Mercanolowell. <laughs> and uh, you know it kind of goes from there. And I would love to get. Why would I do this if I didn't want to get more people to listen to it? Yeah. You know? Not like you said. It's uh, Facebook slash American.com. LOL. American L- LOL. American LOL. Yeah. I, I need to get a, a website. I probably will because my company basically does websites and shit like that. Yeah. But I'll. Eventually. For sure. Eventually I'll get some sort of, you know, website or whatever. If it's, if it's going to be worth it. I think the biggest thing is. Uh, targeting the things that you want to talk about because there's there's always people who want to listen to what you have to say it just you know it depends you gotta on find them. what subject is inter- interesting to what people uh in a, in a big radio market obviously you want to you want to 
throw something out there that 90% of the people can relate to. So when they listen to it, they're like, he's at work. I go to work every day. How crazy. <laughs> and, or like, he takes a shit in the morning. I do the same thing, especially after drinking. Okay. Who is this guy? I would like to talk <laughs> about that for a second because I really enjoy <laughs> taking a shit in the morning at work whenever I get to go in there. Because I work in an office building and it, there is a cleaning staff. It gets cleaned every night. So I love being the first guy going into the bathroom and getting to take a shit and knowing like you're you weird, see, man. You can see the water's blue still from where they put the cleaner stuff. So I know my ass is you're the a only ass that has touched this thing. In <laughs> Why the would morning. you not just want to take a dump at your own house like before you go to work? I do. I do take a dump at the house whenever I go to work. Well, you know, there is an appeal to the worst <laughs> toilet. And especially if you work in a, in a building where there's multiple bathrooms. It's nice to find that one that no one goes to because it's like it's like a half a mile away through the building. You just wander, wander off to it, and you're like, it's in the corner behind the janitor's closet, but no one goes there. You walk in, and there's gentle music playing. It's so quiet. It looks like the toilet paper has been freshly folded at the crease. It's just... Uh, they're, they're, that's what the main guy on our radio station when I was working wanted. He's like, there's a floor in this building. I'm not going to tell you what floor it is. He's like, but, but this floor has a bathroom. That no one goes to. He's like, and I swear, the the maid must go there every day. Like, I make this bathroom fresh and clean every day. Every time I fold the toilet paper, it's, it's so crisp. No one will find it. It's just going to be my own. And so he's she's like, Mexican. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, come on. Every, <laughs> every cleaning lady in, 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 my, in my mind, every cleaning lady is Mexican. Like, no. Nah, I love how you said it. In my mind. That's yeah. the exact yeah. way you should preface it. And when you, and when you say, when you say your job is done. Like, no, nah, I not go home now. I sleep here. Yes, I stay here tonight. Thank you. Yes, uh, no. Every oh day, my God. every day, this dude would go and find his private little bathroom on this unknown floor. You're like, there's only ten <laughs> floors in this building. Where are you finding this bathroom? It's like, I'm not. I'm not ever gonna tell you. This is my private bathroom. Like. Yo, Pico, I'm not going to tell yeah, you, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. If I have when I bathroom, see shit stains on that toilet, they're <laughs> my shit stains. If I, have, if I have to go to the bathroom badly enough, I mean, I'm not going to be searching for, like, the perfect bathroom to go to. But <clears throat> this, uh, is, this is definitely right there. It just, it's, it's, definitely, it's nice to you know, sit and enjoy myself and know that, you know, because I, well, I always clean off the seat whenever I go to a, a toilet that – It's a gentleman. A public toilet. But I know, you know, but I know somewhat where – I know the building you work in, but I don't know exactly your office situation. I can't imagine you have more than one toilet. For your own use, right? Um, I could probably Two? go. There's, there's one upstairs, I think, somewhere. Oh, and you spinning. and your mom use those toilets, right? Um, I We do, and then everybody else that works on our floor. Oh, so, I didn't realize you know, that. And then, you know, because they're a public. So it is a good. Toilet. Yeah. It's a good experience yeah, no, if you can if, get in there. Guys, and I thought it was like a toilet guy you and your mom. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, oh, I got there for my mom's fat yeah. ass got on it. Hey, yes. Oh let's, let's, throw, let's throw another. I mean, people that have listened to this know what you do. So let's throw another. BrigmanLaw.com yeah, is out there. Your mom is Constance. Yep. Constance Brigman. L. Brigman. She, uh, she does a bunch of estate planning, outer law, taxation, and all that fun stuff. And so, you, you do know. all the dirty work. Yep, I do. As in, like, divorces. <laughs> divorces. Is it called fam- it's called family law, right? Yep, I do family law. I also do uh, criminal defense stuff. It's it's kind of funny because um, my, my dad likes to give me shit. He's like, so you're like the Lincoln lawyer, huh? All your clients are paying you in cash, and you're just like, don't ask questions, huh? <laughs> I'm like, hey. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know why they like to pay me in cash. And your dad does does he does another sort of law? No, does... no. He's, a, he's an independent financial advisor. Okay. So. Is it like a CPA? Uh, no. 
Oh, no, okay. that's more like and, um, doing like paperwork and things like that. He like a taxes. He's, type a, thing. he's an investment advisor, so gotcha. he's he's got okay. you know a, a million, a couple million under investment or ad- advisement from different people. Mm-hmm. Um, so which is cool for him, but I guess that like puts him on like the radar for like the state. So he had like a big state inspection and all that stuff. Ooh, that wasn't good. So I have to ask, you work for your mom's company. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a hot secretary? Um, do I have Didn't a you guys secretary? just hire one? Um, we, we did hire a secretary, but she works over on my, like our, our offices are uh, in the same building, like down the hall from each other. I've got a set of two offices and she's got like a whole suite mm-hmm. um, and she has someone working for her, but. So you're saying should, you don't see her very much? No, I don't see her now, hardly I, at all. Is she hot We probably should explain for listeners that Chris's girlfriend is right behind us. <laughs> so he may be giving yeah. us a tall tale, but. No, no, I'm just saying I really don't see her. Um, yeah, I guess she is. She, you would say, which she's is she classically good looking? Sure, sure, I guess. But she has girl. she has no ass, and I I like girls with booties. So and you have absolutely no attraction to her whatsoever. No. That's good. That's yeah. very good. But at the same yes. time, <laughs> at the same time, you know, like I I also don't like ask her how her weekend is. I I, yeah. I don't I don't ask personal questions and shit like that because I'm like I'm sorry. I don't I do not need like a a random sexual harassment suit that I need to be. <laughs> Like, Let's keep her professional. Yeah. Speaking of sexual harassment. <laughs> wait, wait. Please segue. Uh, we, for the, for the <laughs> Please first, segue. For I would the, like to hear where this goes. For the first time since I worked for my company, which has only been, you know, two years, but it sounds like since they've been a, a company, we had mandatory sexual harassment training. Wow. We had to go through. To show you how to do it correctly? No. We have... And like I, I haven't said my company's name at all. We have you ridiculous son of a. Bitch. No, no, keep no, going. Go, go. Keep going. Got this. Just... There's, 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 you know, there's always people at your company like you're most comfortable with, and you know, you like they could say whatever, and you'd be like, yeah, you know, you wouldn't think ill of them by any means. Yeah. There's always like that one or two buddies you got. They're like your good friends at work, and you might even hang out with them after work, whatever. Right. Or at least in my job, that's how it is. And, you know, I'm really good friends with, you know, the the accounting and HR group of people and e- even the owner of my company, whatever. And, you know, we can, like, sling jokes that are, like, no big – like, n- there's, like, basically no rules. Right. You no can say – because they, no they, they know you're joking and you know you, they know you're not being a jackass and you're not being creepy, whatever. <laughs> but just like in any other company, there could be guys in your company that if they did that – to these people or to you, you'd be like, "Whoa!" Could be an awkward radar. explanation, creepy like creepy <laughs> Just I, I really just you. made that joke because I know you got divorced recently. Uh, anyways, <laughs> sure. uh, good luck on the project. We'll see you later. <laughs> so we, so we, I'm not thinking about you naked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this like mandatory sexual harassment training. So it was just a video. Like, we're gonna watch a video, guys. You basically, just gotta watch it. And we're gonna talk about it for a few minutes, and that's it. And every department had to do it. And I was like waiting to watch this like nineteen like seventy four like <laughs> ridiculous stupid shit. And actually I was pleasantly surprised. It was like a You enjoyed your sexual harassment training? It was <laughs> it was funny because it was new. That sounds creepy. <laughs> you know those those uh you know the the hand, the hand, the slow hand jerk video? You seen that? Uh, no, no, oh, no! Wait, tell me what? about this. No, no, no. Wait, what? You got, it's not even something I can explain. Oh, you please. have to watch this. <laughs> okay. We'll watch it pull after. Up, all up. right, all right. Next episode, you'll hear the feedback from the the For slow sure. hand jerking. 
But it, it's like it was a newer video of the sexual harassment training. It was probably like uh, maybe early two thousands or whatever. Okay. And it it the all the um the production value was awesome. Okay. Great. The acting was obviously <laughs> as bad as it would be in the seventies. As all sexual harassment Brian, go. You can't laugh at me bending over like that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to go tell the boss. Well, she goes and tells the boss. She goes and tells the boss, and he goes, I don't have time for this. I don't give a shit. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. That's because that, I feel and like she, my boss would do the same thing. This is obviously the wrong way to handle a sexual harassment claim. In retrospect, I don't even know why I brought this up because there's no value in me Speaking telling you the sexual harassment. value in this. There's so much value in no, this. Uh, maybe opening up the story to did something else. Did you guys else. laugh? How, okay, did you guys actually take this video seriously? Did you have to sit and watch it with all your coworkers? No, it was department by department. So okay. I had like Wait, seven how, or eight people in my... Guys and girls? Yes. Yeah. All, a bunch very, of, all a bunch of computer tech do- dorks? No, 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 because we do a lot more than just that. Okay. So I had a few females in mind. I've never even seen a vagina. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I said, I don't know how I got married or got pregnant. <laughs> You're pregnant? They ask you for one comment. Please start off the group with something today. I've never actually seen a vagina. Yeah. So I cannot be accused of harassing that would have been one. So <laughs> but there was they, they gave like the video which we were supposed to get from it was there's different kinds of harassment. Yeah. You know, because they you know, obviously homosexuality is yeah. is way more so you can't predominant. Slap a guy in the ass or and be like physical game. harassment. Exactly. Yeah. But like, you know, thirty years ago, <laughs> You know, being gay was probably, you know, a shunned thing. Like, no one ever talked about it. So it's not a thing you'd, like, even talk about in the workplace for, <laughs> as, as a real deal, you know? You know, I think Dan is a pole fancy. I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it on the DL. Yeah. Keep it on the DL, but I think. <laughs> I, I saw think, Ryan think, House out last yeah. night with Jimmy Bufante, and, dude, Jim. they were just making out like a I think Joaquin is, uh, is, is, is on the pole chase. Oh, Joaquin, <laughs> Joaquin and, and Jamal—they're—they're they're on that uh, that black DL list. We better keep that confidential. I think Ryan's on the DL list. Hey, look, you know when you're 18 and you're in college. No, your voice just happen. doesn't. It yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's just—he was just so cute, and I couldn't help it. It was just, you know, those abs, you know. He just closed his eyes. Oh. And pretended it wasn't. He told me his name was Michelle. <laughs> Ryan, I know. It's all good. Your legs are just so smooth. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, my name's Ryan. Oh my god. Tell me that shirt does not say I like men. Abby. Abby. That is abbreviation. Yeah. Would that, a, should be the new, that should be the new gay reference word in this show, Abby. Would a guy, would a straight guy <laughs> that was word. all about abbreviating say Abby? Hell no, because no straight guy is about abbreviating. <laughs> you, you, hey, you, that's ridiculous. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Text message, text message is is non non sexual oriented. If you're texting, it, you know you you cannot be called a guy or a girl. It's just text language. LOL means a manly fucking laugh out loud. <laughs> but if if you were if you were to be in a public situation to say, "Oh my god, LOL," I'd be like, "Where is your boyfriend?" Because he needs to stop you right now. <laughs> I feel uh, really bad right now. Punch your man guard. <laughs> no, but uh, it's excellent. Um, qu- or what you said about like the whole text 
texting all that shit. Like when you put like the U's and the R's and the B's. <laughs> Are you going to be there tomorrow? Uh, my iPhone doesn't let me do I that, that anymore. I hate that shit, man. I hate my, that crap. My iPhone automatically changes shit to whatever it thinks turn it, it off. needs to be. No, yeah, you tell it no. I turn now it off. It, yeah, nowadays it gives you the option. Can you turn it, it off? It offers yeah, you that I word and it, it says. Because I, I keep trying to press the X button, you know, like it suggests it. And then I go to press the X button and I... My thumbs hits are thick, and yeah. it like hits it, and so it, um, yeah. you know. Then I got a twelve-letter word that I have to delete the whole fucking thing. And dude, tur- turn the autocorrect off, no. dude. So he's basically got me. fat Kills thumbs, me. is what you're saying. Like, Pretty much. When you Pretty try much. to punch buttons, Pretty you end much. up hitting words. She's never complained, That's but <laughs> well, you know, finger activities being talked about here. It's a PG show. Yeah, PG throw show. that PG throw show. that glass of whiskey back in your face. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's down some jack and talk about dirty thumb situations. Where have you brought your thumb today, We've already Chris? talked about uh, down low big black cock, apparently. Oh, my God. I'm still not over that. The fact that, every, I mean, we all said down low. Keep it on the DL, bro. Keep it on the oh, DL. Yeah, I've definitely like, we're said the that. straightest never... guys in the world. Look at my naked girlfriend. Keep it on the DL, all right? No Isn't big deal. so weird? Yeah. And then now it's like, no. When you were really saying down low... You were really saying. Yes, you should have known. Me and my me and my best friend are about to go play with each other's wings. Don't tell anybody. That's, <laughs> That's insane, and it's so weird that like I've I I kept hearing them say it and I didn't believe it. And all you got to do is Google search, and boom, there it is. First thing, Urban Dictionary explains exactly. And I bet you Wikipedia probably would too. Oh yeah, yeah. any of those internet sites Isn't nowadays? That nuts. They're caught up on the on the number one the number one. Uh, Description of what a word is, or, or what do you say? The uh, definition of a word. At this point in the show, we had a little bit of technical difficulty. Um, so I got that fixed up, and then we kind of segued into Ryan House um, doing a prank call to a local uh, fast food place, and we'll kind of pick up right from there. Yeah, we should do, we can do some out of state ones soon. If when you do that, no likelihood of them hearing it, and then mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about legal action. Chris, Mr. Legalities. Hello, sugar. I was in there about an hour and a half ago when you ordered a couple of them Big Mac meals. Okay. And uh, I had a little bit of a slight problem with my Big Mac. Now, it had enough of them uh, sesame seeds on the bun. But when I that, that that double patty y'all put on there, you know that double beef patty? The double beef, you know what I'm talking about? It's got the two slices of the beef on there? Yes. Now, the second patty, it would be the lower tier. The lower patty that's on the bottom head. That one was very overcooked. I When I bit into it, I almost had to work my jaw overtime just to get through it. No, you don't, sugar, you don't need to apologize. Jesus ain't complained about his life, and I ain't going to either. I just love the world, and I love talking to somebody who's appreciative of life and everything it has to offer. So I just want to tell you God's blessings and good day and good Memorial Day. But also ask you, ask you my sister, my sister in Christ. Could you, could say, did you say same to you? No, no, I have a no, I need your help though, sister. Hello? Hello. 
Bitch, is you listening? <laughs> I guess I'm calling back. I think that was too good of a phone call on your part. <laughs> She's like, okay. No, I'm fucking, we're calling The Jerky Boys in town? Because we can't have them Jerky Boys around here. I was just reading them. Um... Reading what? Shakespeare? Good story. Yes, I need a manager. I need some help for a meal I just ordered. Hello. Yes, I'm a manager. Yes, I need some help. I was just speaking to a young lady and I think I was hung up on. Yes, you are you hung up on? Yes, I believe I was hung up on. That is my general consensus. No, I didn't say anything about upset, honey. You was mishearing what I was saying. I said, no, nah, see, I said, no, nah, no, nah, see, I said, I was miss, I was hung up on. You ain't listening to exactly what's coming out of my mouth right now. You had this right. You hear what I'm saying? I'm listening. Yeah, you listening now, ain't you? Because I was nice before and now it ain't no fucking game. You hear what I'm saying? Okay, sir, I'm sorry, but you do not need a No, I am not a sir. I am a man. I am a lady. I was born in 1912, and I ain't putting up with no bullshit. You hear me? I just want to have a friendly conversation with you about my meal. Okay, that's fine, but you do not need to cut. I man, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. You know, I I am very sorry for that. Sometimes you get away from yourself. Jesus is not with you. Sometimes you walk by yourself, and then you see the two footprints in the sand, and you say. No, nah, that nigga Jesus is next to me. I got him. And I, okay, no. So, what I can do for you then, if you, if you like, you can come back and I can replace that order for you. What is your name? My name is Lord. Lord? What's your name? My name is Lewis. Lewis, like L O U I S? Correct. Oh, are you Hispanic? I'm sorry? Are you Hispanic? I was just wondering because everybody I know that's named Lewis is Mexican. So I was just wondering if you was Hispanic. No. No, you ain't Hispanic. You white then? I don't see how that has to do with anything. Because, honey, when I talk to someone and I'm trying to fix my meal situations, I need to make sure that the race is appropriate. You feel me? No, and I'll be here till 10 o'clock tonight. No, I know, but Lewis... Now, now, Lewis, you, you need to understand the situation relevant to what it is being here, you know? Well, you know, you had an employee that had pre... Yeah, you, you had an employee that had previously hung up on me. Now, all I was doing is calling as a customer... It's so, you know, that, yeah, life has lots of misunderstandings. They tell me red lights mean stop. I say green means stop. They say red light means stop. I say red light means go. You understand what I'm saying? You know, they can tell me one thing, but I'm African. I ain't American. I live in this motherfucker, but I ain't living by its rules. You understand? Okay, so. So what I'm telling you is, no, 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 no. No, no interruption. Let's just listen to each other and we'll get along fine and I will back you up in life like life backs you up. You hear me? So what I'm trying to tell you is, what I'm trying to tell you is, your employee hung up on me when all I was trying to tell her is, listen, sister, I ordered a Big Mac meal. And this Big Mac meal 
was cooked more on one half than on the other side. So when I have partially uncooked burger on the top and a fully cooked burger on the bottom, how am I supposed to meet in the middle? You, do you understand? You understand what? Repeat to me what you understand about my situation. Okay, so there's two ways we can fix this. Okay? Option number one, this is totally up to you. It's whatever you want. What do I, what I want? Shit, I want, a, I want a brand new convertible Mustang. If you're giving me what I want, sugar, we're going to take it to the full extent. We, we need to be realistic here. Realistic? Okay, I'll be realistic with you. You tell me, you offer me what's on the plate, and I'll see if I'm going to eat it. You didn't offer me nothing yet. I'm waiting for your counter offer. My first offer is a convertible Mustang. You have not. No, what is you offering? That's what I'm asking you in plain English. What is you offering me? All right, offer, offer, willing to accept and listen. Hell no. What about my gas money? What about my gas money? That's why there's the option for the uh, mailing. I can mail you a coupon. If you mail me one, does it pay for my gas to your restaurant and back to my establishment of living? Oh, no, but what I'm telling you, I ordered two meals. I told you in the beginning it was two Big Mac meals. You're going to send me two free meal cards? Two free meal cards will get it done. That's a business deal done and transacted. By the end of 2012, we will be partners in crime. Yes. What? Yes, you can. My name, now it's not a common women's name, but it is the women's name. Now, my mama gave me this name because of my great aunt who lived in Mississippi on the Boat Trade Center. Familiar with the Boat Trade Center, I would be assuming that her name is Ryan. That's R-Y. Yes, it is the letter R-Y-A-N. Ryan. It will be Hasa. It's H-O-U-S-S-E. Hasa. H-O-U-S-S-E. You got that? Yeah, and that's Grand Rapids, Michigan. I live over in the Crack District. Okay, so house, house number or apartment? Nah, I got a P.O. box because niggas be stealing my mail like every day. Okay, what street? Or yeah, do you ever get your coupons stolen? Because I swear niggas be opening my, my papers and taking out my coupons. Now, 50 cents off a of baby formula, that'll save somebody a good dime here and there, you know? So sometimes I'll be looking, I'm like, DNW looks a little short on their coupons. And you'll see some cut marks. You ever go through that? Okay, I can't control that. You can't console it, but you could agree with it or disagree. You have an option on the side of the table. Take a seat. What? Are you sending me my coupons for my meals? That's all I'm concerned about. Yes, I already gave it. I already gave it to you. What What did you say? No, I already told you. Six three. 
Oh, sugar, I am so sorry. I have what they call dementia. So sometimes I forget about what I'm talking about. I just spill out at the mouth like a bucket of water. I'm spilling over, baby. I'm spilling over. It would, it would, it would be a cur. All right, we're going to start this number sequence out with a curvaceous six, and, and we're going to move on to a double half circle that most people would like to call a three. Okay. And then we're going to move on to a two. It's that wonderful little kind of down angle curvaceous line that ends in a flat line. Okay. And then we're going to end in a one. Most people commonly refer to this as a as a as a a, 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 ver, a vertical line that ends from one point to another in a straight direction. Okay, and the street. That is, oh, it's not a street; it's a PO box, my brother. Okay. PO box six three two one, curvaceously written. Make sure it's down. It's six what? Six three two one. I got Verizon Wireless. I know my signal ain't bad. What's up on your end? It's this phone. This yeah, I bet it's your work phone. Okay. So Niggas don't be liking to pay too much. Huh? Huh? You said what? P.O. Box 6321. Yeah, you got it right. You don't need to repeat yourself so many times. You're going to send me the two meals, right? Because if I get one meal, you better believe you're going to have hell raised up in your spot. Okay. Then, then I'll send this coupon will be set to you and it will be set tomorrow is when they get sent out. So it's going to be less than a week. So, yeah, all right. That's good because I'm telling you right now, it's, it's Monday, the Memorial Day right now. And if it comes around to the next Monday and I ain't sitting with a free McDonald's meal in my hand, I'm going to be hungry and pissed off. Yeah. No, I, I am glad too. I bet your Indian ass has a real promising future on that phone. Okay, have a nice day. Yeah, you too. Motherfucker, happy Memorial Day. <laughs> oh my god, that is ridiculous! Oh my god, I'm shitting my pants! <laughs> Dude, uh, that, that I can't believe you so, stayed on so long, I and I still got free meals. Out of, <laughs> so uh, you really have a PO box? Oh yeah, that's my PO box. So that's she's gonna sure. be sending you well, free and, coupons and they, for McDonald's. They'll see the extra S, and they'll be like, "Oh, that you know, it's just a misspell." Because I didn't want to say Ryan House. The last time I did that, the guy was like, "Ryan House, really?" I'm Re like, oh, "Yeah, yes, that is my address. That is that is my name and address." Ryan House, dude, that was intense. Hmm. My name is Reza. My last name is Dent. No, I called Chicken yes, Two Points. Yes, write that out to Resident. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the game was try to keep a McDonald's employee on the line as long as you could. Long. Well, it kind of was, but once you get to a certain point and they're offering you free meals, it's just like, all right, I guess I'm just going for the free meal at this point. <laughs> um, but I mean, we couldn't do that. There's like a lot of times I call Blockbuster and ask for. Uh, are we still on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, wow. we're rolling, son. I'm, I'm sorry, listeners. Hold on. It's all, no, it's all good. It's all uh, good. It's all anyways, good. We'll, we'll call Blockbuster, and we'll, uh, you know, I'll act like a trucker coming through town. And I'm like, oh yeah, do y'all carry pornos? <laughs> like, no, we're a family establishment. Like, well, 
I, I need something that at least shows some skin. Y'all got the the lower down contact that don't actually show insertion. I'll take that. Mature films is, I think, what they dub them under. And then they're like, no, we don't have those either. It's like, well, if y'all ain't got pornos, I'll take the next best thing. You got some Teletubbies episodes? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh when that tinky and winky, they get to shaking it around, with them little shapes on their heads. Oh, my God. I tell you, I'm sprung like a reindeer, ready to go. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Uh, Dude. Dude. Or the swastika pizza calling a local pizza place and being like, yeah, we're having a KKK party out here. It's real discreet, real low down. You don't have to deliver. We'll come pick it up. But I need four large pizzas. Each one of them needs to have pepperonis on them. But I have a special request. And I'm like, I'm like uh, okay, what's your, well, I need you to just arrange these pepperonis in a certain order for me. It ain't nothing major. I just don't, I don't want them in a random shape. This is a special party. We need special shapes. And I'm like, what shape do you need them in? Well, I need you to take these pepperonis and line them up in the shape of a swastika. <laughs> Half of them be like, sir, I don't know what a swastika is. Well, I can describe it to you real easy. Take a sheet of paper, start at the left-hand corner, go down. About six, maybe half the way down the page. Go across, about halfway down the page. Go down again, half across the page. Start over at the top in the right-hand corner, like, draw it off. Why wouldn't you say... Are you shitting me? This is 2012. You don't well, know what swastika well, so, I mean, looks sometimes, like? depending on how the person sounds, that they actually sound like they're that ignorant. They don't want know mm. what a swastika you is. You call it a pizza place. You make them draw it out. And then someone standing next to them, and their manager is usually listening by that point, and they'll pick up like, Sir, what can I do for you? And it's like, yes, I was already explaining to you. <laughs> that I You're mean, making this way yeah, more yeah. difficult than it needs we, to we be. We are hungry. I got <laughs> beer hungry. dripping on my, my wife beater right now. I'm sitting here lazy as a sandwich waiting on my pizza. And you're stalling me at. I need four swastika pizzas. It's real simple, and it's going to be real easy. Cash money. Domino's, Domino's is yeah. a white man's joint yeah. anyways, right? You're like, just... I'm, I got to build something here. I got I got a plank of wood to throw across another plank of wood at a higher elevation than middle and nail that bitch up in the front yard and set it on a fire. Lowercase and like, a lowercase yeah, T. A lowercase T. You won't make these four swastika pizzas for me. That is so re- uh, damn ridiculous. The one I've been trying to find in my email is uh, Shaquel calls Chick, uh, Chick-fil-A. Which is like a, a fast food chicken spot. California. All this all, all west. Yeah, 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 yeah. Colorado. Colorado. I know about I'm like, yeah, this is Shaquille. Now, my daughter had brought her, her pet hamster in there yesterday. And he had gotten loose. Now, I think he may be running around back somewhere in your food or something. You might want to give it a little look-see. He may be jumping in that peanut oil or something. <laughs> peanut and oil. And they're, and they're like, excuse me? And it's like, yeah, my our pet hamster. Now, my daughter, she's special ed. So we had to get her a carry around pet, something she can take everywhere that she goes. So we came into your restaurant, we sat down to eat. Now her pet hamster got away. And I think watching the way he ran, he may have jumped over your counter and be in your kitchen space somewhere. Scott, whenever you actually swore, mm-hmm. sir, you do not need to be cussed. You do not need to cuss. Was so the, the actual, the McDonald's guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mexican Lewis. Like, sir, you did not just, okay, sugar, but what I'm telling you is I ain't swearing for no reason. Jesus is on my side. And if you want Jesus, why don't you bow your head? We'll pray for you one moment. Dude, that was hellaciousness, hilarity. Hilarity? Hilarity. Hilarity. It is hilarity. The white man's word is hilarity. (laughs) All right. 
Man, we need to talk about something else. Okay, <laughs> so oh my gosh, that was way too fun. That my, was way my, too fun. My coaster is a Maxim magazine with a naked chick on it that says Red Hot Katrina Bowden. Can anyone tell me who Katrina Bowden is? Um, I'm wondering why your your glass is not on the magazine. I was not acknowledging the coaster because whenever I set my glass down, it covers the you delicious ass it. that is facing me on the front of the magazine. Oh, uh, she yeah. is. I'm, she is rock, the girl right? for yeah. She's she's the uh, like, like office attendant. Oh, like a. What is she? Just secretary? a receptionist? Oh, like yeah. Secretary? She's receptionist? Got like, she has like a 30-second a piece like in every other episode mm. for sure. And I don't have no idea how in the hell she got into Mac, 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 Max Magazine. She's pretty hot for sure. Yeah, you know? she's definitely sexy. Yeah. But I, I'm guessing she's but probably she getting done? more. But what has she done? No, nothing. Other than 30 Rock? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm sure she's probably, it's her breakthrough, you know, she's. She probably knew someone, and she got on that show. She's a hot girl or whatever. So I can imagine you probably see her in a m- bunch of other things. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan disappears into the bathroom. I just want to find a page. I yeah. wanted to read the article. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness gracious. No. So we, we might need to start a new podcast with uh, prank Ryan House. The, the, the prank hour? Yeah. Or we can just do, like, this podcast and just, like, evolve into something... Now, sir, I tell you, evolution is a hard thing to come by. Science teaches it, but the Bible will not. I go to church and they tell me that science does not exist. And I tell you, you are a pedophile. I do not want to listen to what you have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know you told me where you live. You live somewhere. Near Fuller and Leonard. Okay, so you're downtown. I'm in the dark side of town, yes. So could you make your way out to the outskirts of town? Where I live, like in the middle of nowhere, once a week. Yes, I like to drive. Yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I would definitely not mind getting behind the wheel and coming out here to do this show more than once a week. So well, once when, a week for right now. Is yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'm, just, I'm just letting you know my availability and my my dedication. He's to, available. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I, I run a certain business that has business transactions daily, but they are not scheduled. And they're not, they're not how you say, uh, 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 put into a business place of meeting. I, I talk to people and I, and I sell, I sell baseball jerseys and football jerseys. Oh, I heard about, I heard about these baseball jerseys. What the hell is up with that, dude? So, all right. I, I basically just found a company that wholesales overages of sports jerseys. So from NHL, MLB, uh, NFL, what else is there? NBA, NBA, yeah, um, NCAA, Jersey. pretty much any main player that you can think of, even even throwbacks. Like everybody was looking for Brett Favre Falcons throwbacks just to have something rare. They have them, you know. So, so you can get those jerseys. Oh yeah, I just you sell them like online, or yeah, I, you have to order like a certain amount, like a bulk amount of okay. these jerseys. So it's not like one. No, no, but but you, I could get one if I wanted one. Oh yeah, I could order you one for sure. But and, when you order online, you have to get like what? Five, six, eight, you have to 10, order at 12. least twenty to get free shipping, and okay. then over that you get discounts so per it, jersey. Is it almost like a wholesaler? Like it is. It's you like, buy these so your store can sell them. Yeah, at your well, place. And technically, 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 this is not. Um, it's not the way that the original manufacturers like to see the sales go because what happens is. But he has overages. Yeah, they they outsource their business to another country like For China, sure. and mm-hmm. China produces their jerseys. When Reebok turns around, 
All right, when when some <laughs> company turns around and says, uh, we we will make uh, twenty thousand jerseys for you of this name and this type, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then you know this co- the company making them for them comes back and says we have twenty thousand ready. And the American company says, well, we actually are only predicting sales of 12,000, so that's what we're taking is 12,000 units. The original manufacturer is left with like 8,000 units. Mm-hmm. So those get sold off to internet bidders and then you know, basically shipped all over the world. Uh, and, and then you, you, know, you basically sell it for more of a profit than what the original, uh, ma- exactly. the original consumer pays. Yeah, long explanation short, it, it basically like you can buy direct from the manufacturer and make money instead of uh, you know watching baseball jerseys sell for seventy to a hundred dollars a piece in stores. Mm-hmm. You sell them for a little cheaper and you still make a profit. So if I were to get uh, I, like again, I don't know much about sports, but I know like the names like Ing and uh, like for yeah, like yeah. the Tigers. Yep, not doing so hot from what I no, hear. He, he actually got transferred to the A's. Is it? Is yeah. that? Is that the whole thing yeah. I heard? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I did. Or like v- Verlander. Verlander is awesome. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's still hit, getting some no hitters. So he's probably a jersey I could get. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. If I were to go through you, uh, how much would it cost? Forty bucks. Forty dollars. Forty bucks for like a like a oh, yeah. semi authentic white home jersey or an away gray jersey. And no, they are authentic. They yeah. are authentic. They're like the same. Yeah, it's like a jersey they would wear. Oh yeah. No, it's it's made by the same company that makes the pro jersey. Not a, a t-shirt or nothing. Yeah. No, it's a it's a majestic brand jersey. Just like the players wear, it's the same exact thing made by the same company. Nice. Yeah. I feel bad, like, as a 30-year-old guy, like, not knowing anything about sports. Oh, dude. Well, just like we were talking earlier. I feel like an idiot. An idiot. Like, ridiculous. I hate listening to people who sit there and they're like, have you seen Elijah Wan? He's got four to one on his six. And his RBIs are out of this world. And and. All I can think of is like, what gibberish can I come up with that will sound like what these guys are talking about? Like, and then seven over five, see what happens. <laughs> you just throw out some random ass numbers. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, he cuts down the middle on every single one. He's great. Yeah. For sure. But, no, it's uh, you know, sports is kind of one of those funny things. Every guy wants to be about it because it, you know. You want I don't. to be that guy. Girls, well, hey. Go. If, all right, if you're oh. single and you're out on the scene, especially if a girl wants, you know, is, is in the middle of the conversation and some guy brings up football, you do not want to be that guy on the sidelines that's like, I've been too involved in my books and my reading lately to really pay attention to sports. You don't want to be that My comic that books yeah. and my iPad. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know anything about football. <laughs> so it's like just, just flex as much as possible. Maybe try to talk about sports. Like I love to hit balls too. That's, that's a great time. I always say, well, I know that uh, Humphrey's guy that married Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't know him? He's like the most popular basketball player ever now. I know that. Well, maybe out. not so much. I know so that much. worked out real well. Yeah, for sure. Don't get me started talking about the Kardashians again. I know. Yeah, I fucking hate them, dude. <laughs> it, but I it, feel like it, they just need to go away. It is. Yeah. You know, reality TV in general Speaking is kind of <laughs> one of those things that you literally have to have. A limited amount of brain activity going on to be able to stand watching these shows. Just, just I mean, imagine what it actually is when you when you get down to the basics of it. You're watching some person with more money than you live their everyday life and going through their problems, like their marital problems, their family issues. 
No. I know I know some people can relate, but at the same time, why are you wasting your hours of life no. watching these people live their stupid they're, ass? They're all the, hot. They're the, all the whole point like, is, super hot. My whole point is that this is not even reality anymore. Like they're they're not doing anything. These are reality stars. Reality stars mean that they create a reality for their lives that people intensely want to see. And yeah. they do that by living a life that is actually not real in the least bit. It's just, it's oh. completely fabricated. It's completely fabricated. So, you know, the whole Chris Humphreys thing, you know, that, the all the fallout, uh, the, the whole divorce and all, the, the marriage and then the divorce. It was like, okay, what you're saying is that you weren't really in love with him, but you went along with it because you felt like you had to for the sake of all your viewers. It's the it's a Hollywood marriage. Yeah, it's, yeah, it totally was. Uh, it's you like know, you were. Oh, she's like, oh, but I was pressured by producers or whatever. It's like who was saying that her producers? Him. Her, she was. You now, know, like dude, that was you can't why believe she was anything she says. I uh, that and that's my whole point is it's like you know what. This isn't even you're. This isn't even. It's not even like you're watching rich people go about their daily lives. This yeah. is just a complete fabrication of of your whole life is completely fake, and you're using that to make money off it. It yeah. just it just is ridiculous to me. Instead of knowing there's a script, they tell you there isn't one, and they actually have one. And they're like, oh, watch these crazy things these people go through on their daily lives, and it. I, I just can't believe that so many people in this country are actually that interested in it. Just yeah, the little things that they do and the things that are fabricated. Do people want to watch TV and they want to watch something that's like not their life? So they would, they don't want to have drama, so they'd rather watch drama on like TV. You know, true. No, yeah. I can't do that. I, really, you know, there was, I can't do it either. I liked but... the reality shows for uh, for like a brief while, you know, but then it, I just realized like everyone's just yelling and like stupid shit. It's like you know what. I don't like drama in my own life. I don't really need to watch, you know, I, these bitches go about their dramatic lives. Like, eh, fuck no, that. No, yeah, and you don't want to watch it because of that, but that is why they're on. It's that is, that's exactly why they're on. The people, people that love, love these shows want to see other people involved in drama. It's like Jerry Springer worse on than their lives, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude, the Maury show. Don't get Maury, me started. Dude, Maury I, Povich. I, I can't, you know, every every time I wake up in the morning, usually at night, there's like, you know, kids shows or something going on on that channel. Mm-hmm. I'll turn it on for my son before he goes to bed. And you wake up in the morning and turn it on the TV. And Maury Povich is sitting there with five possible baby daddies. And the girl's like, oh, guaranteed, guaranteed it's one of these guys. And at the it's end, not, it's like, it's not Mario, it's not Flavor, it's not <laughs> Moses, it's not, it's not Big Black, it's not, none of these guys like that. It's like, well, well, I know two other dudes it could be. It's just like, we'll what see is, you what's next the point week. of the show? Yeah, it's just basically laughing at other people's shitty situations. But how much you happier, no? Yeah, I was going to say, well, speaking of TV, like 90s TV, to me that was like the biggest thing. I mean, today's TV, for me, like, not Mari Povich reality yeah, TV. Yeah. There was, like, I, I know we talked about, like, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead. Every, you know, everybody likes those shows. What did you guys watch, like, in the 90s? Like, what else? The Wonder there? Years. When we were the, Wonder Years. Yeah, the Wonder Years. And that's Year. on Netflix now. That was great. That's, that's on awesome Netflix? Show. Oh, yeah. Dude, the, everything, all seasons are on Netflix. Dude, it's awesome. That's, like, what you literally, before TiVo, before anything that you could record, it was, like, you know that that show's coming on at 6, 6.30. The you're Wonder there, Years. You're waiting, yeah. Dude, The Wonder Years is awesome. Yeah. I don't 
really know what I watched. Uh, t- I, I never really watched, like, you know, the high- when I was in high school, I never really watched the TV high school drama. It's like the Dawson's Creek and shit like that, you well, know? No, girls watch that. Yeah, it's, that's what know. I'm saying. It's like, you know, I, I don't really... I don't really think of what I what I watched in high school. I guess yeah, I did watch. Oh, well, not I necessarily watched, high school. At, like even before high school. Like I'm not saying when you're a little kid, but you know, junior highish well, when you're like about, getting into watching TV. I'm like, just thinking about watching TV. MTV when I I used to watch MTV for the actual um, you know, music videos. Music videos. When music they used, television. When they used to have. Yeah, when yeah, they actually music had videos. it, you know, and um, or or like though. the grind, you know. I remember yeah. in the summertime watching all that shit. Um, but yeah, now now there's none of that, none no. of that at all. Kardashians, Teen Moms, all that bullshit. It's not like the real world, season seventeen with the same people you saw ten years ago. Oh yeah, still living this life of playing MTV shows and games, and it's like yeah. Man. Now it's like the real world uh, all stars, yeah, in paradise fighting the the veterans versus the rookies. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Well, then they bring there was that new show they brought that it's couples. Exes, exes that are brought against each other. The battle of the exes. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You're taking exes from real yeah. reality shows, shows. Anything, and matching them together. Dude, anything they can do to make a buck. They, they put them on the same teams and tell them they have to work together for a million dollars. It's ridiculous. And you know if you could, how many of them hook up again? Oh, yeah. And, and honestly, it's like you can't hate the producers. You hate the people who support the show being on in the first place. To where you're watching exes sit there and battle things. Yeah, it's kind of entertaining. I can, legitimately, I can legitimately say I don't watch any MTV anymore, and I and music videos wise, I feel like that the age of the music video is is it's it's in they're in their, their decline. It's YouTube now. Yeah, it's all yeah. YouTube. But even that, like, I mean, Vimeo. Uh, I I don't really watch. You know, I'd rather. I guess I'm more purist to the music, and I I'd rather listen to like Pandora and find ways to get the mu- the good music. I don't really worry about. The music video or things, but yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, those stations suffered. Sitting, you plug in one name and you say, "I want to hear anything that's by Outcast," and all of a sudden you're listening to Usher. It's like this. Obviously, this internet radio is not set up very well to relate things because when you when you type in Outcast and Usher comes up, I don't I don't see really any relation between those two. The musical styling, but somewhere, at some point, it, when they were like programming the system, yeah. Oh, Usher they, has a relation to yeah. Outcast. Yeah, he had a 16-beat track on this song, and so yeah. did they. Exactly. Like, yeah. Spotify, I mean, that's a little better. Spotify? Spotify, yeah. It's almost, it's like a Pandora where you can, did you ever, did you ever hear a Groove Shark? Mm-mm. No? Um, Groove Shark, you could just type in anything you wanted, and you could, like, add it to your playlist. Oh, okay. And you could song play them back song. later. Okay. Like, and Spotify now is, you can do the that exact same thing, but you can also, like, check out, all the people who have Spotify, like, what's what's my buddy Joe listen been listening to? You know, yeah. Oh, I can listen to all, the last twenty five songs he's been listening to, or you know, you can just type in whatever, almost like a Pandora, and and Facebook at the same time. And yeah. it just adds it to a list instead of saying like it's we'll a come little up with bands. That it's sound a, it's like it's, a, it's there's more options than Pandora has. Right. I just bookmark my songs on Pandora, and then uh, I, I like that I can bookmark a track and then save it for later when I'm. Uh, I'm at a bar or something, and it's got one of those digital jukeboxes. Yeah, I, I've I've recently started doing that and really enjoying it. It's like I'll listen to some pretty out there and obscure shit, and then yeah. you know you get to pull it up on the thing there. And it's like, oh, they have this track. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. You don't have to move to, from your seat. You know, you just kind of enter it in on your phone, and then you're not even standing there at the jukebox. 
is what, what you're saying? No. You said you do it from a digital point? No, no, no. I, I bookmark the track, and uh, you know they, how they have, um, instead of like the old school regular jukebox, they have yeah. like those computer jukeboxes that you can you can put in stuff, um, type in like a song artist oh, or whatever. Oh, okay. I thought you meant you could send it to the jukebox no, from that would phone. be kind of cool, though. Right. Dude, that would be awesome. I'm not doubting it at this we point. Sh- we should find an app that lets you attach to... No. Ooh. Someone's already got it in the works. Don't no, worry. No. You, you think so? You don't think we can make money oh, off of this? No, I'm sure someone's got it in the works. You I bet that. you Pandora or Spotify have it in the works already. That you can like, you know, who you need to go to your you playlist need, you need to can go be to, shot out to the jukebox at the bar you're at. You need to go to the people who have the actual um, jukebox at the bar stuff and be like, "Listen, we need to talk." But they just outsource it to yeah, another company. Say, call, that, call the companies that actually make the jukeboxes. Yeah, and say, whatever that. I don't know who they are. Are you but, working on anything with yeah. uh, sending transmissions yeah. actually to the jukeboxes? For sure. Do you, do you yeah. have an app? There could. I mean, it's, it'd be so easy to line up. You you segment it so. There's one open spot. So the, the first number that sends something to that spot fills it in. You go to the next spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't be hard to do. But it's crazy. Crazy technology. Just like American Idol. You know, they say, vote for this. Text on your phone, 4101. You can do that right to a jukebox. Say, for sure. There you go. I like that idea. Great ideas. Well, gentlemen, I'm feeling like I want some ice cream. Maybe ice it's cream. About time uh, we should... Uh, yeah. Do some do some things here. Usually, yeah, I'm the one that rounds this thing up. But like, yeah. Damn, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's well, your birthday, do, buddy. Do you have any I more do. questions, Ryan? It... I feel like I, I feel I like I'm glad that I got you two in the same room because I feel like this is a start of some very hilarious for sure. in the future. And I feel and 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 from now on, I'm never going to answer my phone whenever it's a phone number <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> Chris, I woke up yesterday morning. My and office is going to get all kinds of prank calls from you bastards. <laughs> I woke up yesterday morning and my brother-in-law goes, Ryan. I'm like, what? He's like, look at your face. I'm like, well, yeah, it's probably dirty and stuff. I've been camping. He's like, no. You have a great, a super long gray hair coming out of your beard (laughs) on this side and on your other side. And he's like, let me pull them out for you. like, yeah, go for it. Worst idea. Yeah, Because he's like going like this. Yanks. Yanking the hairs out of my... A bunch. Apparently, I have two long-ass gray hairs growing (laughs) on my beard. And Brigman, I'm 30 years old in a couple months... Exactly what you have to look for. Oh man, you're saying I should be on on gray hair watch. Gray hair alert. Yeah. Oh man, it, it is. Did, it is that. Did time. your dad have a lot of gray hair? Um, is he a silverback guy? No, I, yeah, I, yeah. I always thought he had some gray. He does have some. He gray does hair. have. Yeah. Your mom, not so much. No, I, I've I've noticed some like a single one. I, I ran into Neil Swanson, and he's he's a gray haired <laughs> mother mother motherfucker. I swear he's he's starting to get the gray, and I'm like, man. He seemed like an old guy four years ago. Oh, yeah. He's always been an old guy. <laughs> uh, I don't mean to say I touched him. But, <laughs> so, but your dad, I have to ask, when we were doing that job in, in the dentist's office next door and we mm-hmm. walked over and met your dad, he seems like he's got like a strong military background. Yep. I don't know if that... Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, 20 plus years retired military. Yeah. He's that clean-cut guy with a sense of humor like, oh, you don't need to fix this shit. It's working fine. Like, <laughs> get out of my office. I don't I, I don't think I've actually met your dad face-to-face before, but I know all about who he is. And yeah. He seems like a freaking awesome guy. You'll, you'll meet him at one time or another. Oh, Isn't sure. Father's Day coming up soon? Uh, June sometime, yeah. June sometime. For sure. One of those days? Is it, is it a weekend? I don't know. Let's let's check the calendar. It's here. it's usually on a weekend. It's one of those numbered days that comes at some point in the month. <laughs> it's one of those Just numbered to help. days. Ryan's gonna have a little Father's Day fiasco, hey? Oh, holy shit! You had my first Father's Day. Your first Tell your kid Day. to buy you some presents and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, look, get a job, all right? Because this is serious, and I want to see some nice presents. 
So mm-hmm. maybe a paper route, something that's six months appropriate. How old is your kid? Uh, six months old. So, <laughs> so like sell pacifiers, <laughs> lemonade, whatever you have something to do. Something like that. Awesome. When is oh, here? Siri, when is Father's Day? Siri, he's speaking to his iPhone. June seventeenth. Seventeenth. Okay. Here we go. Not anytime soon. That's awesome. <laughs> I need an iPhone. <laughs> Got right all day. What is my menstrual period? <laughs> what are we listening to here? We are listening to Raleigh Minecraft. Good stuff. Ryan, what do you have to throw out there? Little plugs. You know what, kids? Stay in school and uh, <laughs> black people just call and keep complaining about your meals. <laughs> always get somewhere good. <laughs> McDonald's loves you, apparently. Brigman, how can people get a, a, a hold of you if they get in a DUI situation? Oh, yeah. Or maybe they have to ixnay the ex-wife. It's or, the holiday or... season. Uh, if you get pulled over driving home, give me a call at 949-1900. Chris Brigman specializes in counseling and child welfare. Divorce court. <laughs> you can't say I specialize in things because that's like a... That's like a thing. Yeah. Chris Brigman specializes in penis groping. <laughs> For sure. Please give me some feedback on Facebook slash American LOL. Or hit me up on Twitter at American LOL. Or email me, American at gmail.com. America what? Ryan loves you. Too much shit going on, sons. Hey, Ryan House. Excellent to have you. I have oh. a feeling we're going to have you on again. Hey, good to be here. Not in the too <laughs> far distant future. Hopefully not. Sooner than later. It'll be great. <laughs> Brigman, thank you very much for coming on. Always a pleasure. For show. Always a pleasure. For show. Memorial Day 2012. Yeah.